iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. A Friday night tradition since 1929. Brock looking to pass for the first time tonight. He goes right side, throws, and it is caught oh. by Bowen. He's to the 10, 5, oh, touchdown, Cats. Woo, Bowen, go, baby. Floated it to Dawson Bowen. He won the edge, took it to the end zone. That's a 32-yard touchdown pass from Brock Edwards to Dalton Bolin, 13-0 Woodland. 400 wins in program history. In motion will be Dalton Bolin to the right side. Fake handoff, he's got room up the middle. Brock Edwards has it, 35-30, 25-20, 15-10-5, showing the taillights. Touchdown, Brock Edwards. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats, one away to open the second quarter. 21 postseason appearances. Play action pass, he's gonna go right side, and it is intercepted, Caleb Kelly. Yes. 46-yard line, Caleb Kelly will give the Bobcats possession. First down and 10. Seven region titles. It'll be an option keeper for Brock Edwards. He jumps over the goal line. He's in. Touchdown, Brock Edwards. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. An option keeper up the middle, hops over the defensive line, and Edwards has scored the first touchdown of the season for the Bobcats. Four trips to the state finals. And it will be a throwing situation for Edwards. He goes to the right, goes back middle, and it will be caught by Luca Brown, first down, first down oh my baby. goodness. Brock Luca. in trouble, goes to the right, cuts back to the left, throws heavily oh. guarded by one man, Luca Brown. He's got it inside the 10 yard line, first down Bobcat. This is Woodland Bobcat football. The orange and blue are ready for kickoff. It's time for Woodland Bobcat football on iSchool Sports. Almost ready to go here at Joan Ford Field in Raglan, Alabama. A uh, pretty nice trip up here, TA. We uh, hit a little bit of road construction. Don't know if uh, many of the other Woodland fans uh, hit that same road construction, making the way in between uh, Alexandria and Ohatchee. But we did make it here. We got over the dam. We're now on the west bank of the Coosa. And it's been a long two weeks, pal. I'm ready to get back in here and call this football game. It sure has. It seemed like forever since we were in the booth. And... uh... You know, I'm kind of just looking for a great game tonight. I'm, I'm on pins and needles. Not just happy to be back, but I'm on pins and needles. I'm nervous. You're nervous. Let's get, let's get this thing going. Hey, that's right. Uh, neither of the teams have made it out yet. It's uh, I'm showing 6:58. Uh, the clock shows, I think, another minute and a half or so. Now the uh, Bobcats across the way are making their way out onto the field. Uh, field conditions tonight a little muggy out here at Joan Ford Field, but. Uh, just taking a look at the stadium and the facilities here at Raglan, they've got a, a very nice upper deck style stadium, much better than the upper deck at the school up north. We're not going to talk too much about that, but Absolutely. a very nice, uh, very roomy place on the home side, uh, the visitor side. Woodland traveled very well. Uh, they're only at 50% capacity today, so only a handful of Bobcat fans were lucky enough to snag those tickets and make the trip up to Raglan today. But uh, it's going to be a fun football game. We're excited to uh, bring you coverage and. Uh, it's been a long last two weeks. We haven't got a chance to really talk much about the Randolph County game. But the thing that really uh, that I took away from is, you know, once Woodland got going, they did pretty well uh, defensively. Take away, you know, two or three, you know, key defensive plays there and uh, turnover here or there and maybe another penalty on the offensive side of the ball. And that game is very, very close. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those games. And, and, and me and Ty, Coach Tyson was talking a little bit about that game 
before before this one gets underway. And, you know, we had some things happen right there before the end of the first half when Brock fumbled the ball going into the end zone that kept us from taking the lead. That's, a, that's sort of a downer. But, you know, the kids have got to be resilient. The kids have got to overcome adversity like that because I don't care how much you, you play this game, there's going to be a few moments in every game you play where you've got to overcome some adversity. And, you know, and then we came out, gave up that big run to J.D. Till uh, right there in the third quarter. And you look, go back and look at that game. RCHS picked up 14 points the first three minutes of the They, they scored two touchdowns in three plays. Right. And, uh, you know, we had the block punt, which it was just a bad – uh, kicked by Brock more than it was a block punt. It come off his foot a little bit low, and they were able to block it, which led to another quick score. You take those plays away, and the Bobcats did rebound. You know, late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, they started battling back, got back in the game. They just couldn't get enough offense generated to work their way back up to take a lead. We're getting ready for the coin toss at midfield. Uh, the Raglan Purple Devils. We'll do a little uniform watch here while we've got some time. Raglan coming out in white helmets with the uh, flaming pitchfork, very similar to that of the Arizona State Sun Devils, their logo on one side of the helmet, their number on the other side. Purple jerseys trimmed in white and white pants for the Woodland Bobcats for the first time all year. We get to see the Stormtrooper look, a white helmet with the Auburn stripes down the middle, the Power W on either side with the blue face mask. White jerseys trimmed in orange and blue and white pants, white socks and white shoes. I've got to give props to Ragland High School, though, because, you know, you see a lot of Blue Devils, you see a lot of Red Devils, don't see very many Purple Devils, so it's nice that they incorporate the uh, color into their mascot. I know there's one school in particular down in South Alabama, the uh, Abbeville Yellow Jackets. Can you guess what their colors are? Please don't tell me purple. <laughs> Maroon and silver. They're Maroon. the Yellow Jackets, oh, but they're maroon, maroon and silver. And silver. Right. Raglan gets props from me on that. So, uh, yeah, the uh, coin toss uh, going on right now. Uh, I believe Raglan has won the toss. We'll see the decision here in just a second. Raglan has won the toss. They will defer, so Woodland will get the ball the to start the game. We will see what direction the Bobcats will be marching towards to start the game. And while we do that, we'd like to uh, take a moment to tell you about the Bison Classic Golf Tournament. It's coming up on October the 26th. It's benefiting the Southern Union Scholarship Foundation. Make your plans to play now. Register online at suscc.edu or contact Shondi Brown. Deadline for team entries is October the 13th. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. For more information, check out suscc.edu. So Woodland will receive. They will be marching from left to right if you're listening how we're looking at it. Any final thoughts before we get underway, T.A.? Just ready to see four solid quarters of football from the Bobcats tonight. And like I said earlier, if we can get four quarters tonight, we're going to win this football game and go home smiling. That's right. We'd like to thank all of our listeners for listening to us online tonight. No, uh, no video tonight since we are on the road and we're not playing a fellow county team. The uh, – the, the reasoning behind that is because uh, with, of course, COVID-19 protocols like we're you know seeing here at Raglan tonight, the Raglan Purple Devils are only allowing 50% capacity into their stadium tonight. So that's going to be a loss of gate money. So what we were trying to do is if we're at home 
we've got our own COVID protocols here in the county school system. So if you can't come to the game, you pay a small fee, you still get to watch the game. And every dime of that goes back to the schools. We don't touch anything. Just like I said at the beginning, TA did not demand an incredible raise that we need to take care of. <laughs> every, every dime that we make on home video games goes to the school. And like two weeks ago, you're saying, okay, well, Taylor, you were on the road last or two weeks ago, and it was still on TV. What happened there? Well, we were at Randolph County, and if you paid to watch that game, all that money went to Randolph County instead of Woodland. Right. So that's that's why we're not on video tonight. The next video game that we will have will come up at the end of the month when the school up north travels south to us uh, for the first home game in over a month. So be sure to uh, and we had several the watch the video yes, of the yes. Fayetteville game, which. Yes. Uh, I don't know what the numbers were, don't care, but uh, uh, they were good enough that I'm sure it helped the school a lot with yes, some extra exactly. income right there. Exactly. So now we're getting ready for kickoff now. Both teams have, they, they don't even have banners here. Uh, the Woodland Cheerleaders, the Woodland Marching Band, they're not here tonight, which is going to be a very weird thing. I'm, was so, I'm so excited every week to hear the marching band play the uh, victory march after a Woodland touchdown. We're not going to get to hear that tonight. Uh, the Woodland Cheerleaders, I don't see them. I thought they were going to make the trip, but I don't see them around the, uh, across the way. So I don't know if they made the trip or not. So we're going to get the uh, Ragland Marching Band, but they're going to be playing over uh, to the far right of us in the end zone closest to the scoreboard. Back to return for the Bobcats, Parker Woodham, Casey Smith, and Dalton Boland. Set to kick it deep for the Purple Devils, number 50, Jackson Cox. The Jackson Cox has this one lined up and ready to go. The 1A Region 5 opener between the Woodland Bobcats and the Ragland Purple Devils. Gets underway in just a few moments. About six minutes later than normally scheduled. Going to be a low line drive kick taken to the right side. It will be taken by Casey inside the 10. Brings it down to the 15, 20. Stays right up the middle. He's at 35, 30, and he's hit 40, down to around the 43-yard line. That's where the Bobcats will set up Good shop first down and 10. Nice run by Casey. Just followed the wedge three, right up in there and, and got a good game all the way up to about the 43-yard line. And let's see what we can get started here in the early going. Brock Edwards leading the way. 112 passing yards through two games played. He's also had a very good season rushing the football as well, up to 195 yards and two touchdowns. Shotgun set for the Bobcats. He'll send Bowling in motion. He'll fake the handoff to him. Here comes Parker right side, crosses the 48 down to the 49-yard line. Pretty solid game of about seven right for Parker Woodham. That's going to be second down. Nice run, just a, just a little counter play right back Easy off the right side. Nice pickup and going to bring up a good second and short. They're able to move the ball very well, not having to really make a lot of room either. We noticed with Casey Smith returning that punt, he basically went head up. He didn't have to cut left or right. He went head up all the way down to around the 43-yard line, so not bad uh, way to move the ball for the Bobcats. We'll see shotgun set, sidecar left as Parker Woodham. Edwards will take the snap. He'll keep it. He'll go up the middle. He crosses midfield. That's going to be awfully off close middle, for a first down. First down and if they do spot yeah. it correctly, he'll have it over a yard. And if that's the case, that is a Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage first down. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage Lori Brown team help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, 334 863 Four zero five two. First down and ten. Ball the at the forty-eight yard line in Rackland territory. First down. First down and ten. Woodland from the Purple Devil. 
48-yard line. Seeing some good push up front, too, Taylor, so far here in the early going. Uh, cats are blowing the Purple Devils off the ball a little. Low snap. He'll hand off to Parker. He'll bounce left side, get stuffed behind the line. That was kind of a misplayed snap to begin with, allowed the defensive line to come in a little quicker. They'll lose about three yards. Just didn't ever have time to develop. Uh, just ran right into his own man there, and it allowed the Purple Devil defense to – Make a good swarm tackle there oh, for a loss of about what is that? Two yards, a yard and a half. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna be generous and give us the 49-yard line. Still in Ragland territory. Second down and 12. 10:21 to go in the first quarter. We're scoreless between Woodland and Ragland on the region opener. Shotgun set, sidecar left. Woodland will be in motion from left to right. Brock looking to throw. He goes right side. Dalton Bolin's got it at the 25. He's pushed out of bounds at the 21-yard line. He loses the ball, but they're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the 21-yard line. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Yeah, nice throw, nice catch. Uh, Brock got that ball out there in a hurry. If it got out of there just a little quicker, uh, we may have seen a, uh, six points out of that, but uh, right there on the boundary line and uh, Bolin stepping out of bounds right there. So that's two first downs so far for the Woodland Bobcats. They haven't had too much trouble rushing the football, and their one pass they've thrown was a pretty solid pass of almost 30 yards down to the 22-yard line. Another high snap this time. Brock will just have to take care of it himself. He'll go up the middle, crosses the 20-yard line. We're going to say right at the 15-yard line. Solid one. gain of about three or four down on the play the for the Bobcats. It's going to bring up second down. Yeah, I don't think that was a design play. I think the snap just messed everything up, and Brock did a good job pulling that ball down and weaving his way for a good gain of about six yards. 9.40 to go in the opening quarter. This is the first possession of the game for the Bobcats, clad in all white tonight. The Stormtrooper look. Been looking forward to seeing this look all year since they decided to uh, redesign the helmets. They've added a Navy face mask and a triple stripe down the middle, very similar to a team that I won't say because I don't want to offend T.A. High snap is going to be a reverse for Dalton Bowling. That one's busted. He'll get thrown back to the 20-yard line. Loss of about three on the play. That's going to bring up third down. Loss on the play yeah, back just, around uh, the 19-yard line. That play is going to lose almost everything they gained on first down. It's going to bring up about third and eight. Uh, just a good defensive play is all you can say. Defensive end coming in for the Purple Devils making that stop. 8.53 to go, third down and about seven at the 20-yard line for the Bobcats. Back nose the football on the 20. They are moving from left to right. Shotgun set again, bowling in motion. It'll be a handoff to Parker up the middle. He'll get to the 26-yard line, still a few yards shy the of the first down. Four down territory, you think, Stop D.A.? Number 60, oh, it's definitely go-for-it territory. I don't think we've got a kicker that can put one through the uprights from there. Uh, so, Brock bringing his boys back to the line here. And five Let's see what we can do on fourth down. The ball is at the Purple Devils' 16-yard line. They'll say fourth and about six, needing to just cross the 10-yard line to convert. Got some other big games going on, region games. The Wadley Bulldogs at home tonight playing Victory Christian. Yeah, that is a really big ball game in Wadley. Fourth down and six. Brock looking to pass. 
He sees some room up the middle, and he's just going to be shy. Gets to the 15-yard line. That's going to be a stop. And the Raglan Purple Devils will take over. 7.48 to go in the first quarter. The quarterback keeper came up short. He just about got to throw the ball on that. He wasn't going to get the first down. Go ahead and take a shot. It's fourth down anyway and see if we can't make something happen. So, Cats turn the ball over on downs on their first drive here. We'll now get to see the quarterback, junior number six, Owen Shaw, watching film on him this week. He likes to scramble out of the pocket. You don't see him throw the ball as much, but you really don't see him throw the ball when he's in the pocket. He'll roll to the left. He'll roll to the right, trying to get some room. So you really got to keep an eye on him when he's playing quarterback. First down and 10, Purple Devils at the 15-yard line. It will be a handoff left side. He's hitting the backfield. Luca Brown heats him up at the 10-yard line. That running and back's about three times Phillips. as big as Luca. Right Luca says, I don't care. I'm pushing you back. Great carry by number seven, Joshua Phillips. But Luca Brown eats him behind the line. Luca Brown, our leading tackler on the catch. Uh, getting off to a good start here tonight with an opening play tackle. Bring up second down and long. Luca Brown coming in today with 20 tackles, one for loss. Not a bad season for the junior Luca Brown. Second down and about 15 to go. Another shotgun set. They'll throw in the flats, and he'll win the edge. He'll get to the 15, 20, finally pushed out of bounds. Still about a gain of seven. That's going to be a great carry by our great catch by number two, Calvin Waller. A gain of about about six or seven. Still third down and four. And we actually had that play covered pretty well. He did make the tackle, and that's what we're going to have to do tonight. We're going to have to make those tackles, not let them get loose. 7.02 to go in the first quarter. Raglan and Woodland scoreless. Shotgun set for Shaw. He'll pull it back. He'll go to the line of scrimmage, and that's it. He pulled back on the option keeper, got back to the line of scrimmage. Oh, they're actually going to say he gained about two on the play, but still he's about a couple yards shy of the first first down. down. It looks like they're going to punt this one away. Yeah, Callum Houston uh, disrupting things in the middle. I I can't tell if he's playing nose tackle or uh, left guard maybe. Defensively. Just a good stop, though. It's going to bring up fourth and long and a punt. Number one, Brock Edwards back deep. For the Bobcats. Edwards will be back to return. He'll be just on his side of the 50 at the 47. And they're taking their time. Here at Ragland, they do have play clocks, but it has not started for anybody. So we're going to just assume that they're not going to be working tonight. Will be a low line drive punt. They'll roll at the 40, 45. They'll finally fall on it at the 47-yard line. That's Casey Smith falling on it. We'll see if they give him backward progress they're going to say that he picked up the ball going forward at the 49 yard line so they got 49 yards to go until they reach the pay dirt 608 to go in the first quarter not a very smart play going out to that ball like that i don't like to see i i'd rather see the cats get away from those kind because you never knew know what going to happen but uh cats got good field position let's see if we can get something going Nice 50-yard drive here for a touchdown. Suit me just fine. Official timeout on the and field. And there will be a timeout Morning. on the field. We'll take one with them. 6.08 to go in the first quarter. Woodland nothing, Ragland nothing. The Bobcats start their second possession when we return. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. 6.08 to go in the first quarter. Woodland getting ready for their second possession. They'll have the ball right at midfield. Shotgun set for Edwards. He'll just have to fall on that one. He had plenty of room to begin with, but the defensive line collapsed on him, and it will be Jackson Cox eating him up in the backfield down to the 46-yard line. That'll bring up second down and 14. Over in Ramburn, Alabama, the early the start is the, the Randolph County Tigers have taken a 7-0 first quarter lead over to Bulldogs. Yeah, we'll see uh, Ranburn in a couple of weeks, September the 25th. That'll be our next home game, if you can believe that, about five weeks away from home after we played our first game against Fayetteville back on the 21st of August. Second down, 15 to go. Low snap for Brock. He'll hand it off to Parker. He'll go left side. He'll lower his shoulder. Gets back to about the line of scrimmage, maybe a yard or two shy. That's going to bring up uh, third down and 11. Yeah, another long third down situation for the Cats. We have put the ball in the air one time tonight. Let's see what we do here on this long third down. 5.08 to go in the first quarter. Raglan zero, Woodland zero. This is the second possession for the Bobcats. They went forward on fourth and didn't get it the first time around. Woodland's defense forcing the Purple Devils to punt. Third down and officially 12 on the 49-yard line. Still in Woodland territory, high snap. They'll get it on a sweep to Dalton Bowen. He cuts up, can't win the edge. He's knocked out of bounds by Josh Phillips. A loss of about five on the play, and that's going to bring a fourth down for the Bobcats. And having a punting situation, I think uh, if I'm coaching, I'm punting here because you want to keep the Purple Devils pinned up on their side of the field. A good punt here would do just that. Fourth down. Okay, they're finally sending somebody out. I was like, does Raglan know something we don't? They're not sending anybody back to punt, but they are back to return, but they are. It's going to be Calvin Lawler standing at the 21-yard line. High snap for Bowling this time, and he'll just get a piece of it. It'll land at the 35. Roll to the 31-yard line. Raglan will take over with four minutes to go in the first quarter. Their second possession coming up. Wasn't the prettiest punt we've ever seen, but it got the job done and got them pinned back a little bit. Uh, Let's see if we can get off the field here and get this ball back. I'm sure both coaches still trying in the early game, early part of this game, trying to feel one another out and – Let's see what the Purple Devils are going to try this go-round. Not able to move the ball very well their last time out. They uh, handed off the ball to their uh, big guy, Joshua Phillips, but 
the biggest play they had, Luca Brown ate him up in the backfield. So we'll see what Woodland's defense throws at him this time. He's going to throw right side. It is caught, and Dalton Boland's going to hold on to him all the way down to the 39-yard line. Game of about eight, Matthew Trammell on the catch. That's going to bring up second down. Just another quick screen out to the the wideout. That's the second time this game that they've done that for positive yards. Second down in about eight. Uh, I think you're right, T.A. I think that's the longest play they've had of the night. And they've thrown two passes out in the flat so far, far side. Shaw looking to pass. He's going to go left side this time. Throws and it is caught wide open at the 25-20, the 15-10-5. Jordan Turner is going to take it to the end zone. Touchdown, Bobcats. There is a flag on the field. And that's in the area of a hold. Let's see what they come up with here. Flag around the 40-yard line. definitely is coming back. Yeah, the offensive line standing back around the 40-yard line. And they will back up. So it will be a hold, we believe, on Holding the Raglan offense. And that's a nice penalty It'll to have right there down. because. Wipes off a 60, uh, <laughs> about a 68-yard touchdown pass to Jordan Turner. We've seen that play on film before. And Turner was wide open, nobody around him. So all he had to do was just make a good, clean catch and carry it on into the end zone. We'll see if the Cats can straighten all this out. It's still only going to be second down and what is that, about, about 11? About 11 at the 30-yard line. After the penalty. Third down, or third down, three, uh, 3.17 <laughs> to go in the first quarter. Second down and 11 at the 30-yard line. 70 yards to go for the Purple Devils. They're going to throw in the flat again, throws, it's caught, and Woodland was waiting on it that time. I believe right. that's, that's going to be Guy McManus just Lawler. waiting on that receiver. Uh, there in the flat, uh, gets him just a little over the 30-yard line. Let's bring up third down. And the Purple Devils this uh, series have come out and have decided, hey, we're going to throw the football. They've done it three times in a row, and uh, one of them was real scary. They got called back, a touchdown pass that got called back for a hole. Let's see if the Cats can get off the field on third down. Third down, 12 to go with the 30-yard line. Low snap by Shaw. He'll take it, and actually, I've never seen anything like this before. Ball Luca Brown makes the stop, but he actually grabbed the quarterback as he was falling backwards. He lost his balance, took Shaw with him, and that's going to be a loss of about four on the play, so a great heads-up play by Luca Brown, even though I, ha I don't think he intended to make that play the way that he did. And another fourth down punting situation, and let's see if the Cats kind of open things up a little bit when they get the ball here. 2-11 and counting, Raglan looking to punt for the second time tonight. Back to return at his own 42-yard line is Brock Edwards. All right, snap. Oh, he fumbled the snap. And and we got it. We got it. Well, it's going to be uh, anyway. picked up at the 21-yard line no matter what happens. So a great way to earn some much-needed field position at the 19-yard line, 154 to go in the first quarter, T.A. Just a bobble snap. And, uh, hey, we got a big playbook right there because we're on our side of the field inside the uh, – are we in the red zone right We are at the 19-yard line. Kind of hard to – at my angle to tell exactly where we're at. 154 to go in the first quarter. Raglan nothing, Woodland nothing here on the opening uh, region game for the Bobcats. Shotgun set, sidecar left is Parker Woodham. 
Snap taken at the belt for Brock. He goes up the middle, crosses the 20, gets down to about the 16-yard line. Gain of about three uh, there for Brock Edwards. And Coach Armstrong. Jacoby Brewster and number seven, Josh Phillips. I guess has just made up his mind. We're going to run straight out of the entire mile. That worked last, uh, you know, last time we were out here against RCHS, the first half, we had the Tigers reeling. They were give out. One twenty-three to go here in the opening quarter. Second down and about eight to go. And there will be a timeout on the field. We'll take one with them. One twelve to go in the opening quarter. Ragland nothing, Woodland nothing here on iSchool Sports Network. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Save every day at WM Grocery. Super Tuesday features a 10% discount on your total purchase to those 55 or older with certain restrictions. WM Grocery with catering services offered at all locations. A bakery and a deli too. In the meat department every day, the pick five for just $19.99. A full-time butcher available for freshly cut meats at WM Grocery. Be sure to watch for the double deal of the week every day. Low prices from WM Grocery. 112 to go here in the opening quarter. Woodland with the ball, second down and nine inside the 20 at the 18. Parker in motion to the right side. Brock will keep it. He'll cross. Oh, no, he's going to get down uh, back to the line of scrimmage. Flags in the backfield holding against the Bobcats. Sorry, we're trying, we're trying to talk Still over. Second down. Gosh. Pretty loud here. Yeah, every time I try to talk over or to not go with the PA so you guys can actually hear us, <laughs> they ends up uh, talking at the same time. So uh, we apologize if we're having some uh, audio trouble tonight uh, trying to uh, get that taken care of. And there is an injured Bobcat on the field, so we're going to take a timeout. Maybe we can get our microphones fixed by the time we come back. 106 to go in the first quarter. Raglan nothing, Woodland nothing here on iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. Are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring from our caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. Second down and long. It'll be a reverse to Dalton Bowling. He'll get hit in the backfield down to the 35-yard line. I'll bring up third down for the Bobcats. Drop, drops him for a loss. Hey, the only thing I can Back see to the 35-yard line. Third down the and 25. We're just getting whooped at the line of scrimmage right now. The Purple Devils are living in our backfield, and if we can't hand the ball off and give the backs time to find some holes, it's going to be rough sailing here. So we'll be third down and long. They've got to get to the 10 sitting at the 35-yard line. 
No score down in Wadley between Victor Christian and the Bulldogs. That game going into the second quarter, they must be having a barn burner themselves. And I think, uh, I think Woodland's going to let the clock run out here in the first quarter. Uh, the play clock's not working, so it's you know kind of hard to tell where That's the, the uh, play the clock quarter. is. Uh, so we are going to take a timeout when we come back. Second quarter action between the Bobcats and the Raglan Purple Devils here on iSchool Sports Network. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Hey, it's Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time, guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. For a look at the iSchool Sports Network scoreboard, here's T.A. Over in Ramburn, uh, the Bulldogs having a tough time tonight with the Randolph County Tigers. They're up 14-0 that game in the first quarter. No score here and no score down at Wadley with, between the Victor Christian Lions. Central High of Clay County leading Elmore County 7-0. Don, Donahoe and Winterboro no score. And the Mumford Lions lead Cleveland County 8 to nothing. Play, It is third down and 25 for the Bobcats. Third down, 25 to go. Uh, 35 yards until the end zone. Brock looking to roll out right side. He's going to keep it. And he'll only get to the 31-yard line, a gain of four. Edwards on the quarterback. And that's going to bring up fourth right down. In, short of the first down. Gets down to the 32-yard line. And we actually had and it will a receiver wide open down deep. I'm trying to see who it was. I don't know if it was Matthew or yeah, I think it was Matthew Butler was open down or Caleb Kelly, probably Caleb. Hard for us to see the numbers with my old eyes from that distance. Bring up fourth down and the cats appear to be going. Gonna run, looks like Nathaniel Smitherman back out onto the field. Very interesting look here. They've got Mick Bailey and Nathaniel Smitherman lined up with Casey Smith on the left side. And it's going to be a fake. They're going to go middle of the field. It's incomplete intended for Luca Brown, just about two complete. yards in front of him. Couldn't quite reel it in, and Ragland will take over the 31-yard line, 11-14 to go in the second quarter. And while we got a minute, Taylor, I'd like to go ahead. Matthew Butler's grandparents. And also his aunt and uncle are listening in down in hey, Wilkinson awesome. County, Georgia. Wilkinson County, Georgia. Dang, we just missed going there by a couple of weeks. Yep, sure did. And we'd also like to give a shout-out down in Miami, Florida. As always, uh, that is Coach Armstrong's is his sister. It's his daughter. His daughter listening in down there in the Sunshine State. I, uh, I can't speak for what uh, – Coach Armstrong and what Coach Jason's doing. We got Tyson up here. We're keeping him tame up here. Uh, so you, you, there's no worry. He's okay. 
Shotgun set for Ragland. Will be a handoff on a sweep. He'll bounce off once, bounce off twice. Still trying to find room. Somehow gets it. Brock Edwards will Lawler, just push him out of bounds at the 50-yard line. That's going to bring up a big first down, a gain of about 19 for the Devils. And that's going to put him in excellent field position as they get into the Woodland Bobcat territory. The playbook's getting bigger by each yard gain there. Which the last drive, Raglan hasn't pulled any punches. They've opened their playbook up. First and 10 Purple Devils from the midfield strike. We haven't seen as many passes as I thought we would, but they're still uh, trying to do anything they can to move the football. We've got a big running back in Joshua Phillips, tall guy. He's going to roll out to the right side, finds room. He's going to keep it, gets to the 50-45. Oh, Guy McManus will so hit him right in the hip. Right before he gets uh, to the 45-yard line, down to the 46. Guy McManus uh, stopping him on a dime, and that's going to bring up second down. Oh, guy's not very big, but he'll lay a lick on you, and I like the hustle of Kylan Houston on that play, too, coming from the middle all the way out to try to get in on that tackle, and that's one guy you don't want hitting you is big number 63 for the Bobcats. Second down and six to go at the 46-yard line. Now that we're in the second quarter, Raglan marching from left to right. They're inside Bobcat territory. They've got four wide, two to either side, one in the backfield. That is Joshua Phillips. Timeout on the field. We'll take it with them with 10.24 to go until halftime. Nothing, nothing, your score here in the 1A Region 5 opener for the Bobcats. This is Woodland Football from High School Sports. Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Young's Strong and General Store in Woodland is your local, independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill, compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48 Woodland. 10-24 to go in the first half. Second down and six to go for Raglan following the timeout. Old muggy out here in Raglan, Alabama on the west bank of the Coosa River. Four wide, two to either side, one in the backfield. Will be another handoff to Phillips. Left side gets to the 45. That's about all he's going to get, though, is a host of Bobcats are going to bring him down. Uh, looks like Luca Brown was in there, uh, Mick Bailey, and uh, I believe that's Eli Rollins getting a big stop there for the Bobcats. Bobcats doing well stopping the run up the middle. Uh, they got to shore up that edge. Uh, uh, Raglan has been successful getting out on the edge a couple of times on us, but other than that, it's been tough going for both teams. And whistle blown. And it doesn't look like it's going to be another timeout. Official, Maybe, I don't know. Officials having a little discussion. Captain Jordan Turner going over to see if he can eavesdrop into the conversation with the officials. I don't know if it Maybe, has something to do with the spot of the ball yeah, that on that was, last play or Yeah, or that what. was my thought as well, wondering if uh, what they're going to do. They're going to move it up a yard up to the 44-yard line. 
Third down and about four this time for the Purple Devils. They're going to go with a two-back set this time. Or actually, no. They're going to go four wide, three to the near side. Oh, and that's going to be a false start penalty on the far side receiver, Black Jordan Turner. Back him up to third down and nine. And we apologize for any audio problems we are having, but I think we figured out where they're coming from. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. We've got the uh, PA mic about two feet from our head and the PA announcer. While he's very good at his job, a very starting deep, the Purple Devils. booming voice. We'll make it third down and nine. So we we're trying to compensate, but we're having a hard time figuring out exactly what that is. So we apologize for any volume troubles you may be having. Chances are it's not you. Shaw looking to pass the middle of the field, and it is incomplete right in between two intended defensive backs for the Bobcats, Dalton Bowler and Brock Edwards. That'll bring up uh, fourth down. And if you're having problems hearing this, Adam, just he's listening down in Wadley. And he said, I can hear the PA guy. Oh, we can hear him too, buddy. Trust us. Believe it. (laughs) Trust us, we can. All right, let's see if the Cats can get this ball back and do some damage here in the early goings of the second quarter. Raglan looking to punt for the third time tonight. Looks like I'm clipping a little bit, so I'll move my volume down a tad. Going to be a low-line drive punt that will be taken inside the 25-yard line. He'll roll to the right side, gets the 30, gets the 35 before he's pushed out of bounds. Officially. Edwards on the return, out across the 35. Out of bounds around the 35-yard line, and that's where the Bobcats will take over first down at 10. 37-yard line, that's where uh, Woodland will take over. Uh, what do they need to do right this time, T.A.? It looks like they've had a couple things go right, but just when they need to the most, it's just not there. Yeah, there's some plays open out there. That seam route that they ran to Luca Brown earlier was open, but um, Luca's got to run out there hard on that pass and get there for that ball. It really wasn't Brock's fault. It was just Luca. I'm not saying he was dragging, but he just needs to get downfield. First down and 10 for the Bobcats. Nine minutes to go until halftime. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. Parker Woodham, he'll get to the line of scrimmage, maybe one. Uh, one more yard on that, and that's going to bring up second down. So a short game. I can't tell where the line marker is. Okay, he picked up well, he about picks up one, one, yard. one and a quarter. <laughs> and brings up second down and nine for Woodland. Second down and nine to go for the Bobcats. Ball at the 36-yard line. Bobcats huddling up. 8.22 and counting to go until halftime. They're going to be another uh, tight offensive set in the shotgun. High snap, takes the handoff. He's got a couple wide guys in mind. He's going to go open. right side. It is Dalton Bowling caught at the four. No, he, he dropped, dropped it. it. He dropped it. Dropped it, dropped it at the 39-yard line, and that's going to bring up 11. a third down Dalton and nine. Bowling, and it will bring up third down and nine. Ragland's defense is really pushing up there on the line of scrimmage to stop the Woodland run, and there is going to be some pass attempts open there. So 8.07 to go, that does stop the clock with third down coming up. A little bit more time to think here. 
Shotgun set, one in the backfield. Sidecar left is Woodham. It's going to be a fake handoff to Woodham. Brock's going to try to go left side. Cuts back to the right. He'll fall back to the line of scrimmage. That's going to bring up fourth down. There's nothing there. That time is Brock was going to bring it back toward us here on the home side. And wasn't nothing there, so he cuts it back to the right. And by that time, the pursuit was just too much. So we'll go officially fourth down in a long nine. Edwards back to punt this one away for the Bobcats. Back to return is Calvin Lawler. He's standing at his own 35-yard line. High snap. He will punt this one away. A better punt this time. It'll cross over the 50-yard line. He'll call Peter. Oh, what a woodland bounce that's going to take. Inside the 30-yard line down to the 26-yard line. Great play by uh, Woodland there, and Brock Edwards making that punt down to the 26-yard line. line. Nice roll on that kick. If we can get a three and out right here, we should get pretty good field position for the offense. Yeah, that's right. They've uh, they've had no trouble so far. There was one big play that was erased by by a holding call on Ragland, but other than that, the defense really keeping the Purple Devils in check. No turnovers yet, but... We've seen them play tight. They're going under center for the first time tonight. Raglan is. It's going to be a pitch to the left side. It will be Lawler. He gets to the 25, shakes a guy. He'll bounce back, gets one more push, and he'll step out of bounds at the 30-yard line. A solid carry of about four on the play after he shook through a host of Bobcat defenders. Yeah, we had him in the grass twice on that play, probably for a loss, but he ended up being about a four-yard gain. the four-yard pickup. From 7.21 to go until halftime. Second down and six at the 30-yard line. Needing to get to the 36. Another handoff up the middle. He shakes one guy, gets back to the line of scrimmage. That'll do it. That play was busted at the line of scrimmage, and that allowed... Uh, big number 55, Blue Heron, to eat him up at the 32-yard line. So a gain of about two there, but nice wrap-up by Heron. Yeah, Blue uh, fought off the block real well on that play, made a good tackle there for pretty much uh, only about a, what would you say, about a half-yard gain there. Going to bring up third and five. Let's see if the Cats can get off the field on third down. They haven't had too much trouble doing that so far tonight. We'll see what Raglan decides to throw out there. Looks like they're going to go back in the shotgun set with one in the backfield. That's going to be Javaris Turner. They've got three wide to the far side. Takes a snap. He's going to go right side, and it is intercepted Intercepted by the Bobcats. Picked off by Dalton Boland at the 36-yard line. That is going to be, I've got to be correct on this one, Dalton Boland. He has picked off, I think that's his second interception of the year, if I'm not mistaken. And he read that play from the onset and just stepped right up and got in front of that pass. Just nice anticipation by Boland, and it's going to be cat ball in good field position at about the, what is that, 36-yard line. We're going to take a timeout while the Cats take a timeout. 6.25 to go until halftime. Nothing, nothing between Woodland and Ragland here on High School Sports. On the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands a small town of Woodland, Alabama. A wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. 
Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. For a look at the iSchool Sports scoreboard, here's TA. Over in Ramburn, the score pretty much staying the same. In the second quarter, the Randolph County Tigers lead Ramburn 14 to nothing. Over at, uh, in Lineville, Central High of Clay County, Volunteers lead Elmore County by a score of 15 to nothing. No score down at Wadley, no score here. And the Mumford Lions lead Cleburne County. That game also in the second quarter, eight to nothing. Great field position again for the Bobcats. We'll see what they can do here. Last time we saw them in this position, they tried to go for it on fourth down on a fake punt, just a bit too tall on the pass. So we'll be shotgun set. Woodham will be on the left side. Fakes the handoff on the sweep to Dalton Bowling. He's going to go left side. He's got Woodham open if he can get to it, and it will be thrown out of bounds about a couple of yards, and that will bring up second down. Well, Had Woodham wide open, just a little too close yeah, to the sideline. just line. a little bit too close to the sideline, a bad angle, bring hard to get the ball to him, but he was there. Uh, I look for the cast to kind of open it up a little bit more here on this drive. 6.18 to go in the second quarter. Coming up at halftime, we will have an interview with the principal of Woodland High School, Mr. Brett Waits, talking with him now that school's officially two weeks in, just kind of talking about how things are going so far and what you can expect to see from here on out. Second down and 10. Brock rolls out to the left side. He'll throw, and it is incomplete intended for Dalton Boland. Warning a pass interference call is us, and the Woodland Bobcats, we're not going to get it as he bumped in to uh, number 11. I don't have a number 11 on my roster, but uh, third down nonetheless. Yeah, and we have, we've got receivers open. Uh, Matthew Butler was trailing behind that play, and he was open. Brock to, chose to throw, I forget who it was to. It was Bowling. To, to, to uh, Debo, as Debo. you like to call him. Uh, you have to call him Debo. It's, it's but the, the pass is there. The pass is there. We just got to complete some of them, and that if we can complete a few, it'll probably open the run up. So we'll be third down and 10, shotgun set. Woodham in the backfield to his left. Brock looking to pass. He's rolling out right side, going to throw towards Debo again, and it is incomplete. Thrown just incomplete. to uh, the right of the sideline. It's going to bring up fourth down. And Victor Christian has took a 6-0 lead over the Wadley Bulldogs. That game you can also hear and see down at Wadley uh, on the iSchool Sports Network. Fourth down and 10, the Bobcats looking to punt again, we think. They've also, uh, it's kind of an interesting formation where they've got uh, your gunners, if you will, over here on the near side. The gunners are Nathaniel Smitherman, Casey Smith, Mick Bailey. One of those guys don't fit in that uh, combination. And I think we are going to have a timeout. Maybe. Brock is definitely not looking too comfortable the way he's delivering the ball tonight. Flag um, on the he's play. had receivers open two or three times and have just overthrew a little bit or just couldn't get the ball out there to him on some bad angles. But uh, 
Will be offsides on the punting team, offsides. so Woodland will back up five Gets yards. The offense, five yard penalty, still fourth down. I punt here and try to pin Purple Devils Lining down. up in the neutral zone. We're playing very good defense. I think uh, the best thing to do is try to get that one down inside the 10, shorten their playbook up a little bit, and try to get off the field. Try to roll it in the corner. That'd be nice. High snap for Brock. He will punt this one away. A high punt that will be taken in the middle of the field. He'll fair, uh, call for the fair, fair catch at the 12-yard line. 6-0-1 to go in the second quarter. Inside the 15, around the 14-yard line. And that's where Purple so Devils will take That's a good place to get them shut down here, get off half. the field in three plays and make them punt. And we'll have another short field to try to get something going here. Really good game so far by the defense. As we mentioned, the only one big play that they gave up was ruled off uh, due to a holding call. But other than that, just a really great game defensively. They're holding on to their own here, and we'll see what they can do with uh, Ragland now. Six minutes to go in the second quarter. Shotgun set. They're going to go four wide, three wide receivers to the near side. It will be a handoff to the running back. And, oh, what a stop by Luca Brown. Picks him up at the uh, 15-yard line. It's going to be right to the line of scrimmage. Followed him the entire way, grabbed him, and that's going to be a second down. Luca Brown, a go-getter on the Bobcat defense. That's why he's leading the team in tackles. But the whole whole defense is playing real well against the run. They're going to shift those receivers three to the far side this time. Going to be a throw in the flat, and it's incomplete. Oh, no, they're going to say it was behind the line of scrimmage. It's technically a fumble. They'll bring it out to the line of scrimmage. Great pursuit by Casey Smith to stay on it. That's going to bring up third down. And I would like to see a replay on that because that looked like a forward pass to me. But, of course, I got a bad angle here. Either way, it's going to bring up second down and long as the Bobcats continue to – Get that slip screen taken care of out there. We're going to take a timeout. It's 5-11 to go in the second quarter. You're listening to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. No score here in Ragland. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Stage 20 Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Second down and 10 for the Purple Devils following the injured player. Be a low snap for Shaw. He's going to roll out left side. It is incomplete. Intended for number four, Kentrell Turner would have been a gain of about three on the catch. Well, no, not even that. He would have got back to around the line of scrimmage. And that's going to bring up a third down play for the Purple Devils. And the Devils taking a chance here, throwing that ball out there in the flat. The last time they did that, the last position, the Dalton Bowen stepped up and got an interception there. Let's see if we can get off the field here and force a punt. We should have excellent field position if we can get off the field here. 5 7 to go second quarter. Ragland going to move their receivers over to the near side. Three to the near side, one to the far right, and they've got Javaris Turner as the tailback. Shotgun set for Owen Shaw. Takes the snap. He's looking to go right side. He throws it. It is almost intercepted by Brock Edwards. He knocks the pass to the turf at the 29-yard line. Another great defensive stand by the Bobcats. 
That was a risky play by the Purple Devils, and they're lucky. They're lucky throwing that ball where they did that it Brock didn't intercept that pass. Fourth down and 10 to go from the 15-yard line. Another very short field for the Ragland Purple Devils. Another great opportunity for Woodland here to return the punt. Going to be Brock Edwards at the 45-yard line. See if he can get just a little bit of yardage, maybe find some space and break this long tie that we're in. 5.03 to go, and we have yet to see a score on the board. And in a game like this, this is my big where you want to lay your ears back and go get this one. High snap. It will be a low line drive punt. It will roll into the 35, 39-yard line is where it's going to stop, only about six yards north of where Brock Edwards was to uh, fill the punt. So first down to 10 at the 39-yard line, 4.53 to go in the second quarter. And I don't see how that ball got through there without hitting a bobcat. I don't know either. Just a knuckleball. It looked like when he punted, he got the back nose of the football and just kind of let it roll. Uh, through the line of scrimmage and all the way down to the 39-yard line. Maybe it's by design to try to get some more uh, more yards on the bounce. I don't really know, but uh, Woodland's got great field position again, 39 yards to go. Do you take a shot go. here? Do you take a shot? <laughs> At this point, I'm doing anything. I've got to put a shot in the arm and let's go do something. Shotgun set for the Bobcats. It's going to be a handoff to Woodham right side. Gets to the line of scrimmage, 35. Gets down to the 30-yard line. That's going to be a gain of nine. Pretty close to another big first down for the Bobcats. But, hey, that's pretty effective running from Parker Woodham. There is. And now do you come back and take a shot after a good run like that? Or do you keep pounding? I wonder if you try to lull them to sleep and try to throw on a, on a play that you think, okay, well, it's predictable what they're going to do, and then try to hit them over the top. I, I don't know if you try to go deep here, or do you try to kind of lull them in and get them, uh, get them to come in on a play and leave some guys wide open on the edge. Don't really know what you do here. Second down and one to go at the 31-yard line. It's going to be a keeper from Brock. He gets first down yardage, and that's about it. Gain of about two or three on the play. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, 334-863-4052. Well, let's see what the Cats do here on first down. They're... Only about six, seven yards away from being in that red zone again. Let's see. Still scoreless here in Ragland, 3.58 to go until halftime. Woodland driving, though. They've got the ball inside the 30-yard line down to the 28. Shotgun set for Brock Edwards. He barks once, barks twice, trying to get somebody to move. He'll bark third time. He'll hand it off to Parker Woodham left side. Bounces off his line, gets back to the 30-yard line, finds some room at the 25, gets down to the 23-yard line. Again, making something out of nothing is Parker Woodham. That's second down. Yeah, he didn't really have anything. He was going to take that one right off center right there. Wasn't nothing there, so he did a good job of bouncing it out and then cutting it back inside to pick up about five yards. Second down and five upcoming for Woodland. Down at the 24-yard line, Woodland moving from right to left, if you're listening how we're looking at it, here on a muggy night in Raglan, Alabama. Woodland coming to the line, breaking the huddle. Again, very tight on the line, but one in the backfield, that is Parker Woodham. He'll send Woodham in motion from left to right. He's going to fake the pitch, goes up the middle, wins the 20-yard line, and I believe if they give him the right spot, it's going to be another Homestar Mortgage first down, and he may be a yard shot. Bobcats choosing to run this clock here with about just under three minutes to go. 
They're going to say officially third down and two to go. Ball at the 20-yard line for the Woodland Bobcats. Clock winding down, 2.35 to go in the second quarter. Here in the uh, first game of 1A Region 5 play, the first time that the Bobcats have been a 1A football team in 19 years. Third down, Brock will go right side. He'll cross the 20. Maybe he crosses over to the 18-yard line. Near side official says so, and if that's the case, Close no, the they're going to say yardage. that he's probably a gain of about it one. Looked like on that angle short. he gained about five yards, but he only gained about one. Yeah, I thought he got a little further than he did, but it's still a manageable fourth down here. I'm sure the Cats are going to line up and go for this. Uh, they need to get a couple of yards there just to be on the safe side. And they're going to take a timeout and talk about it. We'll time take a timeout as well. 1.50 to go until halftime. Nothing, nothing between Raglan and Woodland here on iSchool Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. For a look at the iSchool Sports Scoreboard, here's T.A. All right, this uh, no no change in score again over at Ramburn as uh, they've got to get, be getting close to halftime. Randolph County leading that game over the Bulldogs, 14 to nothing. Central High, Clay County leading Elmore County, 15 nothing. Down in Wadley, it's Victor Christian leading the Wadley Bulldogs, 6 to nothing. And second quarter score, Montford leading Cleburne County, 8 nothing. Fourth down, two to go here in Raglan for the Bobcats. A huge play right here for Woodland. They need to get something going. They need a fresh set of downs inside the 20. And I believe Raglan's going to talk about it. Didn't yeah, see I a flag so throwing, but yes, they are. We'll take a timeout with them as well. 150 Raglan. to go until halftime. Still scoreless here at Joan Ford Field in Raglan. You're listening to Bobcats football from high school sports. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. Do you remember when your banker knew you by name? Do you miss having a bank with hometown spirit? Visit us at Southern States Bank, where we believe in making local decisions, the communities we serve, where we are proud to support local high school football. This is David Sears, Market President of Randolph County here in Weedowie. I invite you to come see us at 117 Main Street, Weedowie, or 548 Main Street, Roanoke, and let us customize a plan to meet all your banking needs. Find us online at southernstatesbank.net. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 410611, and 53. 
3-9-1-0-8. Following the Raglan timeout, we're still down fourth one. down and one. Upcoming for the Bobcats. For the from the 19-yard line. Huge play here for the Bobcat offense if they can make it work. Brock's going to go right side. I think he's got it. He shakes one just shy of the 15-yard line down to the 16. That's another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats inside the red zone. And the Bobcats uh, line fired off of that ball pretty good that time to get that first down for Brock. Still tough going, but he was able to get it. So we get a fresh set of downs here inside the 20 down to the 16-yard line. Shotgun set for Edwards, one in the backfield. It's going to be a sweep reverse to Dal uh, Dalton Bowl, and he'll get slung down to the backfield, and there's a flag on the play. And I don't know what that may flag be. Flag on the play, holding yep. against the offense. Phillips is in on the big stop in the backfield. So that will be a holding call, as told by the PA announcer here. at 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. So it'll be first down and 20. My goodness. And that's probably going to force the Bobcats to get out of that run attack for a play or two. And yeah, we'll see you've, if you've gotten uh, 89 seconds left here until halftime. You've got to do something. You want to have momentum going into the locker room. You just, I mean, you want momentum in general, but gosh, you need it right now more than you need it any time Well, else. a score here would be huge because Raglan gets the ball coming out in the second half. Shotgun set, Brock will roll to the right side, goes back, it's caught by Parker Woodham in the backfield, gets to the 30, keeps going, he'll shake one, he'll finally allow a couple of uh, Purple Devils to swarm in around the 27-yard line. Good stoppage there by Joshua Phillips to hold on to Parker's jersey and allow a couple of his teammates to eat. That was just good defense. It was a good play call, too. It just didn't get out there quick enough for Parker to get up ahead of steam and get that sideline. Second down from the 27-yard line, front nose of the football. Second down and about 20 to go. Need to get just inside the 10-yard line. Shotgun for Brock. He rolls to the right side, tries to win the edge, going to cut back middle of the field, goes deep, and then Matthew Butler's wide oh, open and just through the back of the end zone. The pass falls incomplete. And Brock's got plenty of time to throw on that play, and Matthew actually went off route and come back across the middle and had found him a soft spot wide open in the back of the end zone. The ball just a little overthrown by Brock. Third down at the 28-yard line. Still about uh, 20, 21 yards to go inside. 30 seconds to go until halftime. The handoff to Parker up the middle gets to the 25, and that's it for the Bobcats. And that play got a few yards. Handoff up the middle. Short game on the, the play. The clock winds down in the first run. half. Inside 15 to go, and I think Woodland's going to take a timeout and try to get one more play off before we end the half. This is Bobcats football from high school sports. Still scoreless. We're inside 10 seconds to go until halftime here in Ragland. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, 
the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantee satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. Bobcats, an extra timeout here to talk about it and see what they need to do. They need about 20 yards to cross the sticks, but they've only got nine seconds to try to get something in the end zone and at least get some sort of momentum heading into the locker room. And I don't know how many timeouts we got left. We may have just burned our last one. I'm not sure. Probably. Probably so. Well, we are scoreless here in Ragland. Nine seconds to go until halftime. Woodland a fourth down and about 20 to go, needing to get inside the 10-yard line to get four fresh downs. Brock's going to roll left side. He's in trouble, and, oh, he gets out of trouble again. He's all the way back inside the 40-yard line, though, picks up a few blocks, cuts back to the 35. He's just going to get rid of it. He floats it deep, and it is incomplete. Batted After to the turf inside the five-yard line by Jordan Turner, and we that will do it for the first uh, half zero. of play. Your score, Woodland zero. Raglan zero. Yeah. As he said. Coming up next will Brown miss homecoming 2020 for Raglan High School. Are yeah. we done? Okay. 0-0 zero, zero, <laughs> Raglan versus Woodland here on iSchool Sports Network. Going to take a quick timeout when we come back. Principal Brett Waits from Woodland High School will be joining us to talk about what's been going on at Woodland High School now that we're about two weeks into school starting here on this very new and strange schedule that we're having to follow. This is Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. We're back in a few moments. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors, and financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadowie. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Tonight's Bobcat Halftime Show is presented by Lacey Garner at JC Hair Co. in Woodland. Lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men, women, and children, as well as coloring services. See Lacey today at JC Hair Co., a full-service salon, 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. For appointments, call or text Lacey at 256-452-6239. Tonight's halftime show is presented by Lacey Garner at J.C. Herco in Woodland. Call or text for an appointment today, 256-452-6239. Taylor Jones with iSchool Sports, and we're here talking with the principal of Woodland High School, Mr. Brett Waits. Uh, it's been a 
very interesting summer and now that school started i'm sure the first couple of weeks have been very interesting too so we're just gonna kind of discuss what's happened so far and uh, how things are possibly going to be going forward but first we'd just like to you know say thank you for taking time out and talking with us today how are you taylor i'm doing great man thank you so much for uh coming out talking to us and, and just thank you for everything y'all do for us uh, high school sports has been wonderful with the the radio and then now the video uh, programming it has been great it's great for us uh, I, I just really appreciate all of you you and ta and, and adam that just been wonderful to work with hey thank you guys so much school got out towards the end of march and you know later on we found out that we weren't going to get to go back to school but then that started the process of, okay, how are we gonna reopen? What's the best way to reopen? If there's even a good way to reopen. I know you're working together with uh, the superintendent and other principals around the county and also just how busy and just how much strategy went into coming up with, okay, here's a school calendar, here's what we're gonna try. It was really difficult. Um, and and the, the most difficult part was not really working with each other cause Myself and uh, Coach Giddens at at, at uh, RCHS and Miss Carlisle at uh, Wadley and uh, Mr. Jacobs and, and the central office staff. You know, we all work really well together. We all know each other, and it's and it's really good to work with. Uh, the the hardest part of dealing with things and trying to create the schedule was sort of just the ever changing um, statistics and and guidelines and things like that that came out through the summer. And so we were literally having to try to make a plan that we knew may not be available by the time we make the next step. And so, and I know that kind of, it upsets a lot of people because people want a plan. They want it to be out in in advance. And honestly, I would too. Uh, but we just wasn't able to do things like that. Um, and we kind of worked together and, and looked at everything and, and the, the blended schedule that we are on right now uh, has really gave us the best ability to socially distance and to keep from affecting as many people as we have. We've had some some teams here affected. We've had some people, but the teams have been affected because they were in closer contact. But when we look at the things we've done in the classroom, we've had nobody really that had to have, that has had to go home because of the classroom contact. It's all been from contact outside. And uh, you talked about having the uh blended schedule half the students going monday tuesday the other half are going uh thursday and friday but there were some students that allowed to do the virtual only option so uh how many what's the percentage probably i guess is the uh the question i want to ask that elected to go virtual and plus how effective those lessons plan lessons plans have uh, gone for the teachers uh so the virtual option i would say probably around 12 or 13 percent maybe it's a very small number um you know for, for my school um it's it, it's not as it's it's really not as big of a uh, of a number um the lesson plans virtually for us is different if we're looking at virtual options because the virtual options for the kids in our school are doing ingenuity and um access through the through the uh, state department so um our kind of lessons with them are very limited. We, we're trying to, you know, stay on top of them. We have people that facilitate. Uh, Miss Paris and Miss Lambert, uh, or Miss Butchell now, I'm sorry, and Miss Lambert have done a um, great job of contacting Miss Jacobs. She does a great job of contacting parents and making sure they're working and doing things. But a bulk of their 
workload really comes from the state or ingenuity. Talking with Principal Brett Waits from Woodland High School, uh, talking a little bit about how school has gone for the first, uh, probably I'd say official uh, two weeks uh, since we've been back in school. And this is always uh, uh, something I like hearing too, is just how different schools are doing this. We you know, talked about the blended schedule. We talked about kids going virtual. Uh, what is the policy when it comes to wanting to opt into school, wanting to opt out? Because we've heard uh, several school boards around the uh, state say that, well, if you elect to go virtual, you can make the decision if you want to come back or stay virtual after the first nine weeks or after the first semester, after the first trimester, however they do it. But if you elect to come to school and you say, you know, hey, this isn't for me, I'm going to back out. Can Randolph County students do that? And if so, just what are some of the other policies for opting in and opting out of the traditional learning versus the virtual learning? Yeah, for us, we we allowed, you know, we had a sign up leading up to school and, you know, for us to get started. Uh, and and it was a nine-week commitment. You know, you, you had to know that it was going to be a nine-week commitment. Um, and I think most people that went into it was hoping that once this nine weeks was up, then we'll be able to go to a traditional class or they could come back. I think that would probably be a majority of the people that did it. Um, but um, th that's that's where we have, have stood because it, it's very difficult because those classes, those access classes, and even the ingenuity to a sense of putting them into those classes uh, are difficult to get them lined up and get everything done. So that's one of the reasons. It's not easy to go back and forth. Uh, taking them so that's that was one reason why we set the policy of, of you know we're going to ask you to be a nine-week commitment uh, there were some changes at the very beginning but uh, you know we're, we're to the point now that we're if you're in right now we want you to we want you if you're doing virtual right now we want you to stay virtual so to the end of the nine weeks and looking at what uh, teachers have to do as well when it comes to them having to adapt to both the traditional and the virtual are teachers, are they doing a little half and half? Are they teaching during the day and doing virtual later? Do we have some that are full virtual, some that are full traditional? What are the teachers' responsibilities during this? So for ours, our full virtual students are done through programs of the access and ingenuity. Um, but the teachers are still having to do the remote students. What we're calling remote is the students that come on the, uh, they'll come to school two days and then they have you know, the other three days of the week off. Oh, and it has been. It, it it's been a very um, it's been a very you know challenging uh, beginning of the year uh, because a lot of this kind of came at the very end of the summer uh, that we actually kind of were able to know what we do. We got new swivels, which is a, a, a recording device with uh, iPads, but we're still learning those things. Uh, Schoology came at the end of the summer, and it's a it's a new system, and we're all trying to learn it, and everybody's trying to go through those things. So we're, we're having some struggles, but uh, the teachers are, are working very hard. They're trying to get as many lessons in as they can. Um, they want to be able to have it set up to where, because we have to quarantine sometimes, and we've had some quarantine situations, and we want to have it eventually to where we can, we can the quarantine situations are not you know losing very much when they go on quarantine, and they're still getting that same instruction. But uh, it, it is, it's very difficult on the teachers right now. It, it is, they're having to learn a lot of new things and they're having to do a lot of extra planning and they're having to, to really do things they've never done before. Talking with Principal Brett Waits from Woodland High School. And I know, you know, being in education myself, you know, looking at, you know, how school was run even back in March and how it's run now is, 
completely different. I know that there's some things that the students were used to doing that they can't do or can't do as much uh, due to social distancing and due to just really limiting the contact that they can have with other students. So what are the social distancing pro protocols for students here at Woodland High School and uh, just what those protocols are and how effective they are at keeping kids safe as much as they can? I, you know, like I said, I think we have really tried um, to follow the guidelines, the six foot, 15 minute rule. Um, we have tried to follow that very, very closely. We, we keep um, a very good cleanliness to the school. Uh, teachers are spraying down desks, wiping down desks after every class. Um, so we've done what we can to mitigate any virus outbreaks. Um, like I said, we've had some that had to go on quarantine, but that has come from, you know, game exposure or, um, you know, practice exposure, which, and they are trying to socially distance as much as they can too. The problem with them is, is you, you don't have proof all the time. You can't, you can't say for definite that everybody was six and 15 all the time. So if there's a shred of doubt, then you want to go with the, with the quarantine. You know, you have to go with that uh, just to protect everybody. But as far as us setting up the classrooms, uh, the classrooms have been set up in a way that, like I said, and the buses also, I have to give the bus drivers a lot of props too, that they uh, have kept their kids socially distanced on the bus, and we haven't had to have a problem with a bus or a classroom yet, that we've had to send someone home from being in contact because of that, because they've been in that 615 rule, and we've, we've had them safe. And, you know, we, you know, staying on the topic of, you know, social distancing and different protocols that have had to be put in place, what would you say has probably been the most challenging thing to get used to and looking at some of the new protocols? Are there some things that you say to yourself, okay, this isn't what I would like to have. I can't wait for things to get back to normal so we can have this. And are there really any things that, that are different that you say, you know, hey, I kind of, you know, hope that we get to hang on to that once social distancing, you know, kind of ends. Yeah, um, you know, the thing that you that really stands out the most uh, on the blended schedule for us is just the um, the, the quietness. Mm -hmm. uh, you miss the kids. You kind of miss the hustle and the bustle of, of a school and, and all the things that go with it. Uh, and while they're here some, you, you get some of that, but um, you don't get the, the full effect. Um, and, and then, you know, some of the other things that, that make school you know, worthwhile for a lot of people. You know, you know, we all want to be here and we all want to educate, you know, every student to the to the full potential that we can. Uh, but there's also things that we get in school that that always makes it always worthwhile for a lot of people. The pet rallies and the yeah. uh, the games and and the kind of the social you know gathering with with your friends that you get. That's that's also a part of school too. Um, and so missing some of that is. Is um is tough, tough for a lot of people. And then on the, you know, things that are good, um, you know, I, I do think it it is it is expanding us in a way uh, that will allow us to uh, learn new ways to to educate. Because some people are having to be forced to really to really examine how we've done things in the past and how we can do things moving forward. And I don't think that's always a bad thing. You know, sometimes we did we have done stuff great in the past. But there's some things we can improve on too, and I think it's forcing us to improve in some of those areas in case we ever have to do this again, or if this may be how life is from now on, who knows. Talking with Principal Brett Waits from Woodland High School. We're now gonna shift things over to the athletic side of things. I know Woodland High School, it's football season, volleyball season. 
Uh, football's only had one home game. I believe volleyball's only had one home match too. So not a lot of athletic events going on on campus so far. But uh, just you know, seeing those two events and uh, would you say that Woodland fans have done a really good job of uh, doing the social distancing and uh, trying to uh, practice uh, safety protocols? And you know, what's just your message to the fans because we know we're going to have a handful of football games and a handful of volleyball games coming up as well at home. Yeah. Um. I'm going to say Woodland is always great about supporting us uh, here at the school and, and our teams, and and that hasn't changed. Uh, that first football game, I will say, uh, we numbers were down a little, uh, maybe because of our limits, but I, we had a great home crowd, and they were into it, and it was a good it was a good crowd. Uh, we traveled really well to uh, We Dowie on our away game. Um, our uh, volleyball. Uh, home game was was well attended. Um, we traveled pretty well on, on some of our away volleyball games. Uh, the mask mandate uh, is tough for a lot of us to, to grasp. Um, you know, working the gates and being around the front, uh, a lot of people, some, sometimes people just don't want to do it. Um, and, and I get it, and I understand it, but, um, you know, we are trying to do everything we can to so that we could continue to have a season. Yeah. Um, and and people don't understand all the pressure that, that they put on us and the high school athletic association is sending out emails that we gotta get better at this and you've got to do a better job at this and and they send it to us principals and, and they send it to the coaches and they say, Hey, this has got to get better or and then they kinda have left it as or we don't know. And that's kind of the, the part that scares us and we don't wanna have a situation where there's no fans at games and we don't want to have a situation where we don't get to play at all um, and that's why we have everybody do their part and if they'll socially distance and they'll they'll wear their mask and do those things I think we can we can prove to High School Athletic Association that we can we can continue to have it um, heard a conversation of a, of a parent the other night and that hadn't always been a supporter of wearing his mask but um, come to the realization that hey, he didn't want it to be him that um, that that it was the cause of being shut down. And I, right. I think that's a I think that's a good thing we got to realize. It may not be whether we agree with it or don't agree with it. It's do we want to be the cause of what of what could happen, and do we want to influence other people to do better or or not? And I think that's where we're at. Principal Brett Waits joining us today, uh, Mr. Waits. As always, a pleasure talking with you, and thank you for everything that you do here for Woodland High School. And we look forward to talking with you again in a couple of weeks. And hopefully we'll have some better news concerning COVID-19 and the new way that we do school. I hope so too. I hope we hope we get some positive news. Um, you know, um, also would just like to say, you know, keep, uh, we have a family in Woodland that, that has uh, lost, a, um, lost a child. And uh, we just, you know, keep them, keep the family in your prayers and, and look out for them. And, um, you know, look out for all the, the you know teachers and educators and the kids that have been you know have been affected by tonight's bobcat halftime show is presented by lacey garner at jc hair co in woodland lacey helps you find the right look by offering cuts for men women and children as well as coloring services see lacey today at jc hair co a full service salon 24223 Highway 48 in Woodland. For appointments, call or text Lacey at 
452-6239. Welcome back to Bobcats football from iSchool Sports. It's still halftime here in Ragland. We're still scoreless as we've got a few minutes left until we uh, get ready for the second half. Neither team back on the field just yet. So uh, we're going to take this time now and give some love to Woodland Volleyball. So they had a pretty big week last week playing three matches, got two wins, and two of those wins were against area opponents. The Winterboro Bulldogs and the TCC Tigers played them earlier this week in uh, Talladega, uh, beat both of them, swept both of them uh, 3-0 in both games. Looking back at the Winterboro match, they defeated the Bulldogs 25-12, 25-18, and 25-10, some key performers in that game including Mackenzie McCormick with nine kills, Kinsley Simpson, Leah Williamson, and Amber Murphy with five kills. Taking a look at the TCC match, they won 25-14, 25-22, and 25-11. Again, Mackenzie McCormick having a great night, 11 kills, five aces. Kinsley Simpson, Jaden Herring, Leah Williamson with three kills each, and Macy Slick had three aces. And then they played last night on the road at Sachs, lost uh, in three games, 25-18, 25-21, and 25-17. Leah Williamson, the big performer there with five kills, three aces. Abby Watley with five kills, and Macy Slick with two aces. They've got one big match coming up on Monday. That's going to be a tri-match. It will also be senior night for the Woodland uh, Volleyball Seniors. They will be taking on Randolph County and Hanley. It will be a home match on Monday starting at 4 o'clock. So be sure to get on out, support the Lady Cats volleyball program. They've been having a pretty good year so far and uh, definitely worthy of your support. Can't wait to see you guys out there on Monday. Uh, we're going to take another timeout. When we come back, we should have a kickoff coming up. If not, we'll run down some halftime scores from around our area. We're still scoreless at halftime here in Raglan, 0-0 between Woodland and Raglan in the 1-8 Region 5 opener here on iSchool Sports. Some things change, but not First Bank, where quality customer service remains the same. First Bank's Go Mobile app, allowing customers access to their accounts on the go. Home loans, longer terms, no minimum loan amount. All types of loans you need serviced from the local branches. Just another reason you'll like banking with us. First Bank, branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Hollis Crossroads, Rockford, and Goodwater. You'll like banking with us at First Bank, member FDIC. Tire buying process can be challenging. Let Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair on County Road 87 help. Any style, any size, any brand. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair can order and install the right tire for your needs. Gray Hill Auto and Tire also handles oil changes, tire rotations, filter changes, and more. For your tire and maintenance needs, make the short drive to Gray Hill. Gray Hill Auto and Tire Repair, 15539 County Road 87 in Gray Hill. Call today, 256-449-2100. Hello, Woodland football fans. As you root for your favorite team this year, we encourage you to take steps to keep yourselves and your families safe and healthy to help reduce the spread of COVID-19. This year marks Southwire's 70th anniversary, and we are proud of our long and rich history of success, which is driven by our employees, who we call the people behind the power. To join our Southwire family, check out our open opportunities at careers.southwire.com. Again, that's careers.southwire.com. This iSchool Sports production is powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment and financial needs, call 205-414-7459. The Bobcats play here. This is Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. 
for a look at the iSchool Sports scoreboard. Here's T.A. Well, it's halftime here at Joan Ford Stadium in Raglan, Alabama, where we have yet to see anybody get into the end zone. Either team, we're about to get underway in the third quarter with no score here. Down in Wadley, the Victory Christian Lions in another uh, Class 1A Region 5 matchup. The Lions lead the Bulldogs by a score of 12 to 6. Randolph County leading Ramburn 21 to 14. That game is at the half. Other scores of interest. Central High of Clay County leading Elmore County 15 to nothing. And uh, Winneboro. Now, I don't know if this score is completely correct or not. It may not be. I'm pulling this from score stream. The score 36 to 6. Winneboro leading Donahoe. And a halftime score. And Munford, as the Lions lead the Cleburne County Tigers 16 to nothing. We appreciate Bo Williams, who always listens in to us. We'll give him a shout out and appreciate him sending us that Ramburn Randolph County score. Yeah, big thanks to Bo. Big thanks to everybody that's sending us scores. And big thanks to everybody listening tonight. Uh, no live video streaming for tonight's game since we are on the road. The next video streaming game that we will have is coming up on September the 25th. The next home game we have against the school from up north, the other purple team that we'll see uh, at home in a couple of weeks. So uh, if you can't make it out to Warren Sewell Field for that big rivalry game, uh, we'll you know have the link for you so you can uh, watch the Woodland game against the uh, school from up north Bulldogs. I will refuse to say <laughs> their name. I, I, just, I just can't do it, T.A. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, now both teams are back out. Matthew Butler getting ready to kick it off to Ragland to start Some the second half. The area. Some uh, things we got to do to get right Pleasant here in the second half. Weaver 8. A region showdown. Winterboro leads Donahoe 36-6 at the half. So that score must have been correct. <laughs> I guess so. We're getting confirmation from the PA announcer here at uh, Joan Ford Field saying that the Winterboro Donahoe score is also correct. So I guess Winterboro having a time with Donahoe will be on the road at Donahoe next week. Kickoff taken far side. It will be uh, botched by Raglan. He'll take it inside the 10, trying to find room. Luca Brown's going to sweep him. Oh, he lost the tackle, and he's going to go back to the left side. Finally brought down. Ended up losing uh, about uh, maybe 15, 20 yards on the play, and they'll have to go at least 90 yards to get a touchdown. First down and 10. Purple yeah, and I thought Luca was going to make it about a 95-yard drive to score. It just uh, arm tackle, he pulled away from it and was still didn't get much. Yeah, I thought he was about to eat a, eat a devil for dinner there. He just had him wide open there, and somehow uh, he got out of there. I believe that was Gavin Ward uh, breaking the tackle. So it will be first down and 10 for Raglan. Not a very impressive night on offense. They've had uh, one big play that was erased by a holding call, but other than that, the Woodland defense has stood tall. They're going to throw back in the flat, and it will be an incomplete pass intended for Calvin Lawler. Woodland defense saying that it was another behind the uh, line of scrimmage pass, and Woodland was trying to fall on it. Didn't quite work out that way, and that's going to bring up second down at 10. And the Cats definitely uh, did some talking about that little screen out at the half because we were all over it, and uh, really that pass could have been intercepted that time. Second down, 10 again at the 10-yard line. Shaw will take the snap. He'll hand off, and it'll be Matthew Butler eating him a – a yard behind the line of scrimmage. That was Joshua right Phillips in. on the carry. Good eye by Matthew Butler to stay with him. 
Yeah, Manti coming around, just uh, staying at home, letting the running back come to him and wraps him up for a uh, no gain. Third down. He's like they're going to still go shotgun set. And will the Devils here take a chance with a pass on third down and very long? We know Shaw can sling it down there if he needs to. They are going to go for a pass. He's going to stay in the pocket. Nope, he's going to roll out left side. Think he's going to keep it himself. Nope, he gets rid of it last second. It is incomplete in and out yeah, of the hands of Jordan one. Turner. That brings up fourth down Jordan and ten Turner. from the ten. And, and uh, that was good coverage over there. I couldn't tell who it was. I thought it was Brock, but it's not. Is that Dawson? Looks like, it looks like Debo over there. On uh, the... Debo with a good defensive play there. So fourth down, what is that, ten? Yeah, fourth down and ten from the ten. Bobcat should have good field position after this punt. I think I'm laying my ears back and I'm going after this one because we need something big to happen here in the third quarter for a change in our favor. Matthew Trammell not having many beautiful punts here in this game. That's another knuckleballer that's going to roll out of bounds at the 27-yard line. He heard footsteps and just got rid of it as quickly as he could, and that's going to help Woodland again, but... We've got to get something going here inside the 25. Got to get some positive yards and get some first downs. We need this drive to result in a touchdown or at least get some points out of it here. You know, we were talking earlier, you said something about 2008 Mississippi State 3-2 game. I hope it don't end like that, but the way we're headed. 27-yard line. We've got to do a good job here of – Winning the third quarter as well. Defense looking good here to start the third quarter. Now it's got to see what the offense can pull off. Handoff right side. Parker Woodham, 25, and he's still on his feet. Woodland's pushing him over the 20-yard line, down to the 17. That's a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Let the professionals at Homestar Mortgage, Lori Brown team, help you restore your credit. Mobile home financing is available along with primary, secondary, and even investment properties. Find the easiest way home with the Lori Brown team at Homestar Mortgage, 334-863-4052. What a play. And, and Matthew Butler is not going to get credit in the books for that extra push and extra yards for Parker, but – an extra four or five yards there with a push from Matthew Butler. Shotgun for Brock Edwards on first down. And there's going to be some movement on the line. Are they going to get Matthew or are they going Black to get Ragland? I think they're going to get Matthew on that. I did see him move just a little early. It depends on whether the defensive end for the Purple Devils was in the in the zone there and they get him for encroachment. But I think this one's going against the Cats. Two officials on the far side still discussing it. Third official will come in and confirm. Attention fans, if you drive a gray Toyota RAV4 parked in the parking lot, tag number 244-AZ7. If you drive a gray Toyota RAV4, will be false start on the Bobcats moving back five A-Z7. more yards. Again, just not a good start with a great field position for the offense. Once again... A message from the Rackland Police Department. If you drive a gray Toyota RAV4, tag number 244A27, please come move your vehicle as you have someone blocked in. After the mark off, it's first down and 15. If you drive a Toyota for the love of all humanity, move your car. Yeah, I, think he, I think he went a little bit far with that one. With four times was plenty. 
And we've got an official timeout. timeout. Don't know what this is about. Maybe it was just they didn't mark off. and I don't think they did. Well, maybe they did mark off five. Now they're moving it back up a few more yards. No? Wasn't backing up. Okay, so I'm guessing they didn't move. Uh, they didn't mark off enough, so they are going to move them back just a few more yards. No, they're going to put the ball back down right where they had it the first well, time. Well, he did move it about a – Not quite enough yards on the mark off. Looked like about well, a half a James yard. And start yeah. again, first down and 15. Upcoming for the Bobcats. So first down and 15, ball at the 24-yard line this time. Shotgun set for Edwards. Barks once, barks twice. Finally gets the ball in the third one. Hands off to Parker. He'll bounce right side, lowers the shoulder. Gains a couple of yards on the play, lowers the shoulder. A lot of help for number 22, Logan Barrett, on the push. That'll bring up second down. Just not much there on that play. Uh, Don't think he even got a half a yard on that. Uh, It's going to bring up second down. Second down and 15 to go. Want to give a shout-out to the – Strength family from Corinth, Alabama, listening to some Bobcat football tonight, specifically Remington Strength. One yard to pick Good up to have the, the nephews joining us tonight here on high school sports. Tucker Allen and Nathan Cantrell listening Good. in from the University Good. of Alabama. It'll be a pitch left side, inside. No, he's going to be pushed back at the 21-yard line. Parker Woodham on the pitch. On the blade, Went the uh, east to west, couldn't quite get back to the line the of scrimmage. Going to be a loss of one. And, and that was just a slow, slow-moving play. Bobcat. I thought Parker could get to the edge, but uh, just couldn't get out there. And that's going to bring up third down and about the same, 15. Third down, 15 to go from the 21-yard line. Front nose of the football will be on the 21. Needing to get just over the 10-yard line for a first down. Bowling in motion. They're going to fake the handoff on the sweep. Brock's going to roll out left side. He's got Butler. No, he's going to throw to Logan Barrett. He's got the first down. down He's going to be inside the the five-yard line. Logan Barrett with a catch. I believe that's his first of the year. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down. Logan Barrett uh, trailing across through there wide open. Also, Matthew Butler was sort of open down deep as well, waving his arms, waiting on that one, but Brock didn't see him. Still a first down, and we needed that one. 8.35 to go third quarter. Still scoreless here at Joan Ford Field in Raglan, Alabama on the the, west bank of the Coosa River. We had uh, across the uh, very beautiful picturesque Neely Dam to get over here today from Ohatchee. And beautiful day on the Coosa River here in Raglan. And I thought he had the first down, but they marking him about a yard short. So it will be fourth down. I guess he stepped out of bounds. Brock will run up the middle. He's got first down yardage inside the five-yard line for Hash. That's going to be first our goal, first down. Brock with good hard running right off tackle there behind Matthew Butler, picking up first down yardage, and that's going to put us way down there. It's, this is where you tell the offensive line to lay their ears back and get some push up front, and let's get this ball in the end zone. First down and goal inside the five-yard line for the Bobcats. 8.28 to go third quarter. Still looking for that first score of the ball game for either team, but Woodland driving. Shotgun set again for the Bobcats. Takes a snap. It will be Parker Woodham right side. Keep going, Parker. 
And I think he's going to be about a yard shy. No. And it will be a touchdown for Parker Woodham. He gets the extra push. That's the first touchdown of the year for Parker Woodham. And it took us a little bit to get here, but Woodland's on the board first. And we've come out here in the third quarter. And uh, as far as tonight goes so far, we've stopped those third quarter woes and come out and scored here. Yeah, that's definitely uh, one thing that's really gotten uh, Woodland so far this year. They had a 14-0 lead against uh, Fayetteville, lost that lead before they ultimately uh, won the game late last week or two weeks ago against Randolph County, down 7-6, and very quickly it was 21-6. High snap, the kick is up, and the kick is no good. That extra point was brought to you by that extra point was brought to you by Vintage 50 or the 50 or 56 Vintage Market for vintage and antique furniture, home furnishings, home decor, and much more. Visit 56 Vintage Market on County Road 56, located in the old New Hope School building. Your score with 8:20 to go in the third quarter. Woodland six, Ragland nothing. This is Bobcats football from High School Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. We're your first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. For the Reliance Realty scoring recap, brought to you by your premier source for real estate information, Reliance Realty, here's TA. And after six plays from the 29-yard line, the Bobcats have broke the ice here and taken the lead six to nothing on about a two-yard run by Parker Woodham. List with confidence, purchase with pride. Visit reliancerealty.com or phone 334-863-2161. Line drive kick by Matthew Butler will be taken inside the 30, 35, 40. He'll finally roll around the 42-yard line. This Ragland will start at 8.14 to go in the third quarter. We talked about the third quarter woes and just trying to come out of the locker room with some kind of momentum here this year, and it looks like they're finally starting to uh, get the ball rolling here in the third quarter. Yeah, and I'd love to have seen a deep kick on that and pin them down again. And But the Purple Devils are going to get pretty good start and field position at about the 43. Let's see if the Cats can get another three and out right here and get this ball back. Yeah, coming into tonight's game, Woodland defense giving up 28 points in the third quarter. Handoff right side, cuts back to the left, gets to the 45. Crosses the 50, shakes another guy. He's finally pushed out of bounds on the other side of the 50, down at the 46-yard line. Good pursuit by Brock Edwards and Luca Brown. Well, this guy McManus, first down by the Purple Devils. The first down yardage for the Purple Devils. Yeah, that was a good, good hard good run. And then, purple uh, Devil first down. First and 10 Purple Devils from the Woodland 46. And if you notice my hesitation, it's from the loudspeaker. Yes, we, uh, want, we want to be able to uh, – Give you the analysis for sure. Want to be able to make sure that you hear what's going on. If it's loud over the air, you can imagine how loud it is on us sitting right here next. First down from the 46, handoff right side. Good play, Matthew Butler hits him at the line of scrimmage, brings him down. That'll bring up second down. Across really? the 45, down to the 44-yard line. So he picked up about two yards there. Yeah, looks like it, or, or maybe just even a one. Uh, great play by Matthew Butler and Guy McManus on the pursuit. 
7.35 to go third quarter. Woodland on top, 6-0. At the 8.20 mark, thanks to a four-yard rush by Parker Woodham. Extra point, no good. Shotgun set, low snap, hands off up the middle again, and he's hit around the 42-yard line. Gained him about two. Guard. Nice uh, solid play there by the Down linebacker, the court, line. including uh, Austin Champion as well. And they have really decided to give that ball to Javaris Turner third down and five for the first so level. far here in the third quarter. Yeah, that was uh, – we, we noticed late in the second quarter he was starting to get more touches and getting some uh, more time out there. He's going to take a play off here, and they're going to put uh, Josh Phillips back in the game, who was the starting running back. They're going to try to bark one, try to get Woodland to jump off sides. not going to work on this third down and five play from the 41. So I'll try it again. Snap around the belt, throws, and it is caught. That ball looked like it hit the ground, yard, but number three, yeah, ref it, says no. Yeah, I thought it hit the ground, too, but it will be a catch by Tramble inside the 35-yard line, line, first down and 10. And I'm glad that uh, we've got uh, the mayor, Scott Carter, uh, here helping us out. So he thought that it was a drop as well. So at least I'm not the, one that, I'm not the only one that uh, thought that up here. I'm not that crazy just yet. Well, the back judge had a good view of it on the defensive side, and he said no. He got his arms under. First down, Raglan. Faking the handoff on the sweep. He's hitting the backfield. Austin champion, Nathaniel Smitherman. Wrap him up in the backfield. That's going to bring up second down. No gain on the play. I tell you, between the tackles tonight, the Bobcats have played pretty good defensively. It's been tough treading. Uh, for the Purple for Devils the Purple right up the middle. But they have been able to get to the edge so far here in the third quarter a little bit with Turner running the ball. Let's see, on a second and about ten and a quarter. <laughs> ten and yeah. a half. Let's see if we can get a stop here. Three down linemen for the Woodland defense. Two rovers to either side. Shaw looking to go right side. It's batted to the turf. Austin champion. Great way to get a paw up there and knock it down. Third down. I tell you, Austin champion, we've seen him progress over the last couple of years, and he has done a fine job. We're going to take a timeout as we have an official timeout on the field for Heat. 5.58 to go third quarter. Bobcats on top. 6-0 over Ragland here on iSchool Sports. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other are you looking for a caregiver after a recent hospitalization? Short-term stays are available for all ages at Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community. Services offered independent living in spacious private one- and two-bedroom suites, private bath with call button for assistance, three dietitian approved nutritious meals served daily, 24-hour monitoring for my caring and trained staff. Visit TrailerHelp.com for more information. A long touchdown pass intended for Jordan Turner is knocked out of bounds. Great pursuit by Casey Smith on the play, and that's going to bring up fourth down and long for the Ragland Purple Devils. And if you're Ragland's coach or and out there in this kind of game with this field position that they have, you just about got to take a shot here on fourth and long. 
I want to uh, want to show a display of social distancing football here. Um, football's known for trash talk, I'm sure. Uh, Casey Smith doing a great job of covering Jordan Turner on the receiver. We'll explain in a second. Throws. He's hit hard as he's throwing, and that's going to bring up a fourth down. Uh, no, a long late flag, and that's going to be pass interference that's by Casey Smith. Casey Smith, uh, the victim Turner. of that one there as uh, Jordan Turner bumped into him going for the ball. I thought the ball was deemed uncatchable, but they're going to throw a late flag after the Ragland coaches call for it. And I saw him reach late in his pocket for that flag. That was one of those calls where the receiver just slowed down and just run right into Casey. But uh, I don't know. I guess that call could go either way. It was one of those. It was like Jordan, Jordan Turner looked at him like, are you, are you going to do it or not? And he's like, all right, I guess I will. And he threw the flag. But anyway, back to my point a second ago on the uh, last play where uh, Casey Smith was heavily guarding Jordan Turner, forcing the ball to go out of bounds on an incomplete pass. On the way back to the line of scrimmage, Jordan Turner and Casey Smith were jawing back and forth, kind of doing some trash talk, but they were doing it from about 20 feet away. So they're doing their part of social distancing and still playing the game of football the way it's meant to be played. 5.48 to go, first down inside the 20 for Raglan. This is probably the closest they've been by a long shot of getting into the end zone to this point. 6-0 Woodland on top here in the third quarter. They scored very quickly on a four-yard rush by Parker Woodham. This would be a huge stop to drive here. Handoff up the middle, we'll gets some 10, five in the end zone. Touchdown, Raglan Purple Devils. Javaris Turner up the middle, 20 yards, and we're tied here at Raglan. And that was right off tackle, right up the middle, so to speak. And uh, Turner has run the ball well here in the third quarter for the Purple Devils. And let's see if we can Block this extra point. Purple Devils on to attempt a PAT. And hold this to a tie game here. Kicking the extra point will be number 50, senior Jackson Cox out of the hold of Owen Shaw. The kick is up. It's kick a line drive, and it kick is good. good. 5.43 Purple to go third quarter. 7-6, Raglan over Woodland here on High School Sports. We're back in the Taxpayers and business owners in Randolph County and the surrounding area have trusted Trailers Tax Service for their tax needs for 38 years. Trailers Tax Service is a full-service tax station, filling your tax preparation, accounting, payroll, and bookkeeping needs while staying up to date with the latest tax updates. Let the fine folks at Trailers Tax Service handle your tax and accounting needs today. Trailers Tax Service is located in the heart of Woodland at 24245 Highway 48 in front of the post office. Appointments and walk-ins accepted, 256-449-6588. Vintage and antique furniture, decor for your farm or lake house. It's all at 56 Vintage Market in New Hope. 56 Vintage Market has that perfect piece to complete your home update. That's not all. Visit 56 Vintage Market on Facebook for a complete look at all vendors and items. It's all at 56 Vintage Market, 3500 County Road 56, inside the old New Hope School Building. Visit 56 Vintage Market online at 56vintagemarket.com. 5.43 to go, third quarter. Raglan has taken a 7-6 lead over Woodland. 5.43 to go in the third quarter. And again, a pass interference call. You can't score a touchdown on that, T.A., but that played a huge role in getting Raglan close enough to make a score. Yeah, we were about to get off the field there with a good defensive stop, and it was just uh, one of those calls that could go either way, and unfortunately it won against us. 
Lining up to kick this one away for Raglan is senior Jackson Cox. He's got his signal, going to be a boot, and it will be taken by Butler at the 30-yard line. He does hold on to it nicely. He'll go middle of the field, 35, and he'll keep going. He's still on his feet across the 40-yard line, and he's still breaking through. Luca Brown picks it up, and no, they're going to say he was down at the 41. No Listen way. The play. He was down around the 41-yard line. Luca Brown picks it up on a fumble. They said that he was down inside the 45-yard line. Mm-hmm. Another Great touchdown that was taken off the board. The I can't, oh I can't really offer a comment on that one way or the other because it was just hard to see. There were so many in the pile. And all of a sudden, Luca Brown came out of the pile with it. I didn't even see the ball. I didn't see the ball come out either. I don't know if he actually dropped it or if he was like, you know, hey, Luca, here you go, and his knee was down. I don't know what the officials saw. They've got better eyes on that than I do, but, oh, my gosh. Nevertheless, we still got good starting field position about the 42-yard line. And let's see if we can answer that drive by the Purple Devils that gave them a 7-6 lead here. And to really talk about uh, uh, field position here, they're on their own 43-yard line, probably one of the worst field positions they've had, but it's still pretty good. They're going to hand off right side. Parker Woodham lowers his shoulder down to the 45. He's going to get to the 47. Not a bad carry there for Parker, about three on the play, second down. And the backs are going to have to – that was a good run, but they could have possibly got a few more yards there. These backs of the Cats need to hit that line and get them up in there and run the football and try to get every inch that they can. This is one of those barn burner games that can go either way, and uh, you're going to have to fight for every inch in this one. Second down, six to go for the Bobcats. Parker in the backfield. Takes a snap. It's going to be a handoff. No, Brock's going to keep it. He gets to midfield. Not a bad carry there for Edwards as he crosses into Ragland territory down to the 49. So about three yards shy, but a good way to read the uh, defensive tackles there for Edwards. That's right, and it's going to bring up about a third and four, a long four. And a first down here in the Purple Devil territory would be great. They're moving the ball very well here in the second quarter. They've gotten a touchdown out of it in their first possession. We'll see if they can do it again here and answer a Raglan touchdown. Barks once, barks twice. Another high snap. He'll hand off to Parker. He's in the backfield. No, he spins. Keeps going. He should have first down yardage. He keeps being pushed. Great job there by the Woodland offensive line to help him out. Let's see who that was. I believe that was Logan Barrett helping him out too. Logan Barrett, he's got a catch tonight, but more so he's helped without having the ball a lot here for the offense tonight. Sure has. We've seen two drives be able to continue because of good push by the offensive line. And again, that one will give us a first down and put us down inside the 45 at the 42. And the Cats are on the move again here in the third quarter. That's another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats. They've got it at the 42-yard line moving from right to left. 352 and counting here in the third quarter. They're down by one, seven to six. Debo in motion, he'll get it on the sweep. He's still looking to get upfield, nearly fumbles the ball, recovers, gets to the 40, 35. They're gonna say he stepped out of bounds at the 32 yard line. Another home star mortgage first down for the Bobcats on the sweep by Debo. And Debo, give us a little scare on that. He was bobbling the ball, or I think he would have been able to get more yards. He was trying to, he just never did get a good grip on it, trying to swap hands or whatever. He finally comes down with it, hits the edge, and we're down at the 32. Official time on the field for a measurement. 
And we are going to take a timeout. While they measurement will tell you about the Bison Classic Golf Tournament that's coming up uh, on October the 26th. It's benefiting the Southern Union Scholarship Foundation. Make your plans to play now by registering online at suscc.edu or contact Shawnee Brown. Deadline for team entries is October the 13th. Sponsorship opportunities are also available. For more information, check out suscc.edu. 3.41 to go in the third quarter. We've got a little bit of time. T.A., what you, what you got on the scoreboard? Well, here it's 7-6 to six, Raglan. The Purple Devils have lead the Bobcats. Victor Christian still holding on to that 12-6 lead down in Wadda. We hadn't got another update. At least I haven't on my phone. Um, you might check yours. Randolph County leading Ramburn. I'm sure that game is in the third quarter by now. Randolph County leading 21 to 14. And Central High of Clay County blowing it wide open at home tonight against the Elmore County Panthers. That game now 48 to nothing. Winterboro all over the Donahoe Falcons where we will be next week for a Bobcat Falcon matchup. Winterboro leading that one 36 to 6. And Mumford holding on to a 16-0 halftime lead over the Cleburne County Tigers. And it looks like we're going to be a little short of our first down. Yeah, they're going to say that he was about half a yard short. Ball at the 32-yard line. So we'll try it again on second down. Front nose of the football on the 32-yard line. All we need is an inch. So they're waiting on the official to blow the ball in play, and we'll get ready to go. Again, another situation where the play clocks are on here at Joan Ford Field, but they have not uh, they have not run all game long for anybody, so I don't know where we're at on that uh, play anyway. Parker left side, lowers his shoulder. He's stuffed at the line of scrimmage, backs him up third down. Yeah, I don't think he got it on that one. Bring it back close to the first down. But to be quite honest with you, I thought we had the first down. I didn't think it was too great. Oh, they are going to give him the first down there. First down. And giving a shout-out to Jeremy Woodham listening in tonight, him and Ashley over on the far side. I'm sure they're here watching Parker play. Hey, good to I feel your pain, Jeremy, if you understand what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, first down and 10. That's a Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats. Looked like he lost two yards and still got the first down. I don't know how you do that, but it works out anyway. First down and 10, and there's going to be some motion in the backfield back about five more yards. Yeah, I don't know who that was on. It was more than one one of our storm troopers (laughs) a little bit early. It was probably two or three, but anyway, that'll back us up five yards. We got to keep shooting ourselves in the foot. This is a tight ball game. And we just got to figure it out and get down here. And we're doing good, but we keep shooting ourselves in the foot with those little five-yard penalties. First down, 15 to go. Ball at the 36-yard line this time. Same shotgun set. Casey Smith lined up as a receiver on the left side. He'll get it on the sweep, lowers the shoulder, throws a stiff arm out there, gets back to the original line of scrimmage at the 32-yard line. Not a bad uh, scoot there by Casey Seven Smith. the ball carry, 57, Jacoby Brewster. And good stop. blocking up front that time as, as we try to. Three-yard pickup, second down and 12 upcoming. We still got about 12 yards to go for a first down. The ball, where is it at? 30, 
34. Oh, they're going to say 33-yard line this time. Didn't quite get back to the original line of scrimmage, but a good rush nonetheless from Casey trying to get an extra yard or two. Second down at about 12 to go, 219 to go third quarter. Woodland down by one. Brock will keep it. He goes left side, and he'll get brought down behind. No, he uh, got through the tackle, but he loses his balance, gains about We're one back, back to the 31-yard right line. line. That'll bring up third down. Yeah, we just need to try to get stop. something we'll out there travel. to pick up some big chunks here as it's going to be third and ten. Third down and ten. Upcoming for the Bobcats. Let's see what we can get going. Ball at the 31-yard line. Uh, Woodland doing a great job of moving the ball. Where did the drive start? Because I know that they were on the other side of the 50, but yeah, it was able to uh, move it. about the 43. And this is like the eighth play of this drive. In motion, Casey Smith. Brock's going to keep it on the option. He'll dive down to the 26-yard line. Still a couple of yards shy, Five but a good effort on the read again by Brock Edwards. And a very, very questionable spot there as they're backing that one up. I guess Brock's knees hit the ground. Looks like about the 33. Man. They must think Brock's seven feet tall. Yes, so. <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's uh, what I'll say about that. Should have been fourth down at about four, but it's going to be fourth down at about six now for Woodland. They are going for it. In motion from right to left is Parker. Brock's going to roll out left side. He's got to get rid of it. He throws deep, and it is incomplete. Intended for Debo. He would have caught it inside the five-yard line at the three. But it wasn't meant to be, and the Ragland Purple Devils will take over. 38 seconds to go in the quarter. Well, the only thing I can say about that is I know Brock was rolling to the left, and he is a right-handed quarterback. We got to get the ball out of our hand and get the ball downfield quicker. We have receivers open, but we're just not getting the ball to them. We're throwing those floaters up there. It gives the defense time to get up under them. First down and 10, Raglan inside the 30, 28-yard line they'll be. They'll hand off to their big bruiser running back. Up the middle, he'll get to the 34-yard line. That is Joshua Phillips on the carry, gain of about six. Clearly, the Purple Devils have come out here in the third quarter and just decided, hey, we're coming straight at you. Stop us. And the Cats give up uh, about seven yards on that first play there. Looks like that will be the last play of the third quarter. And get your fours up, everybody. We're moving to the fourth quarter. Your score, seven to six in favor of Ragland here on iSchool Sports. We're back in a few minutes. Here, farming isn't a hobby. It's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. 
Hayes Deshaun Davis, former linebacker for the Auburn Tigers for Robinson's Air Repair. With over 20 years of experience in the heating and cooling industry, Robinson's Air Repair has the knowledge to fix your system right the first time. Guaranteed, with no guesswork needed. From service and repair to warranty work and installation, whatever you need, Robinson Air Repair has you covered. Give Robinson Air Repair a call today at 334-646-0154. Robinson's Air Repair, Alabama license number 08080. To the fourth quarter we go here at Joan Ford Field on the west bank of the Coosa River here in St. Clair County, Ragland on top of Woodland by a score of 7-6. to six. Uh, Your takeaways there from the third quarter, only allowing seven points there. Teams really uh, taking jabs back and forth with each other, but a lot more offensive production than we've seen in the first two quarters. Yeah, and you sort of expect to see that with adjustments made at halftime by both teams. And uh, But it's still a good, hard-fought ground game right now and the Purple Devils have really come out with a lot better offensive push and have been able to get some yards up the middle in a good drive earlier with the exception of the interception call. Second down four to go for Raglan as we start the fourth quarter. They're gonna throw in the flat and it is caught. Oh my goodness. He's gonna go down to the 45 yard line. Kind of an excuse me catch there. Owen Shaw throwing in the flat to Jordan Turner. Jordan Turner somehow got open as Owen Shaw took a huge hit by Blue Heron and somehow it ended up working out and they got a huge gain on the other side of the 50. Just, you know, just chalk it up to, you know, some things go your way and sometimes it doesn't. That's right, and that was just a good play, good offensive play call by the Devils, and it was executed perfectly. As perfectly as one can make it out. Handoff up the middle to Phillips. He's going to get maybe back to the line of scrimmage, Hand maybe a gain of one on the play. Great job by that defensive Inside line led by Luca Brown and Blue Heron. Well, the Wadley Bulldogs and Victor Christian Lions are about even with us as far as time goes in a game. Victor Christian still leading that ball game over the dogs, 12 to six. Second down and 10. Second down, 10 to go with the 39 yard line for the Raglan Purple Devils, moving from right to left inside Bobcat territory, 11-13 and counting to go in regulation. They're up by one, seven to six. Three wide receivers, two to the near side. Low snap, Shaw looking to go. He's got a guy wide open, and he's caught. Oh, no, he dropped it. Had a wide open catch at the 25-yard line, and he dropped it. Great coverage by Guy McManus, still about five yards away from the play, but what a break for the Woodland Bobcats, Debo and Guy McManus, covering a wide open Jordan Turner. Yeah, and that was a, definitely a set-up play from the play call before, as Woodland being very aggressive trying to stop that slant. Just a little pump fake, we bit, and it allowed him to be wide open, and thank goodness he didn't come up with that ball. Third down and 10 from the 39 now. Three by fumble on the play, Shaw picks it up, he throws in the pocket, it's caught, shakes a tackle, shakes another, and he'll get pushed out of bounds. A big hit Basketball. over on the far side. I believe that was uh, Luca Brown. He's gonna be about two yards shy of the first down. Great hit by Luca Brown to save that from being another first down. And Turner begging to go for it here on fourth down. And Inside the 40 down to the 39-yard line. And I think and will they will. Fourth down and five for the Purple Devils. If they don't go for it here, it'll surprise me. They're at the 39-yard line. 
All wide receivers, they've got three to the near side. Shotgun set, they've got some movement on the line, and that's going to back them up five more yards. A great break for the Ragland Purple Devils. Coach Derek Sewell on the sideline, very upset with his backfield and his left side. That's going to back them up to the original line of scrimmage. Ball start against the Purple Devils, five-yard penalty. Yeah, and that, we'll make that, it that's going to work out good for the Bobcats. That's going to put Coach Sewell in a much different thought situation as to whether to go or punt here. I would expect in a tight ball game like this, he would probably kick here, but I don't know. They're lining up like they're going. Three wide to the far side. Note they're going to back up, do a short punt. Another false start situation on the Raglan Purple Devils. Again before the snap. And that may back them up way behind the sticks this time, and Raglan's moving back. They've accepted their feet. False start. So, again, two false start penalties have really shot the Devils in the foot here and have really helped out uh, the Bobcats. Raglan moving the ball pretty well to begin with, but that's the third play, uh, those two false starts, and plus the wide-open drop uh, over here on the near side have really helped the Woodland defense out a lot here. And Raglan taking a chance here going forward on fourth down. He will kick it. A a pooch punt line drive. They're just going to get away from it. It's going to roll inside the 15. And out of bounds. No, it's going to stay inbounds at the nine-yard line. So about 89 yards or about uh, 91 yards to go for Woodland. They'll set up shop at the nine-yard line, 10.26 to go in the fourth quarter. So we're getting to the point in this game where it's where the rubber meets the road here. Can the Cats put together a a 91-yard drive here and close this one out. Uh, I think it would pretty much take care of the clock if they did on a long drive. Let's see what they can do. You've got time to be very conservative here. 10.26 to go in the ball game, only down by one. Shotgun set for Edwards. Barks once, barks twice. It'll be Woodham getting it up the middle. Crosses the 10-yard line down to about the 11. Not a bad carry for Parker up the middle. 10-yard line. Tough going up the middle, but we did get some positive One yards. Yard up, second down and nine upcoming. Here. Will the Cats take a chance here and try something out of out of the norm that backed up down in their own end zone here? Second down, eight to go, ten minutes to go in counting here in the fourth quarter. Shotgun. They're going to send Debo in motion, fake the handoff to him. It will be Parker. He'll lose yardage. Now actually gets back to the line of scrimmage. Now the 11-yard line. They'll bring up third down. i tell you what, Brewster for the Purple Devils. No gain on the play. Third down. We have heard a lot of good things about him coming into this game, but he's played outstanding on defense for Raglan. And that's going to bring up a third and might as well say 10. Yeah, the uh, down marker just a little over the original line of scrimmage, but still not quite a yard ahead. So it will be third down. Debo in motion again. He will get it up the sweep, and he'll lose yards behind the 10-yard line this time closer to the five. I just do not like that play. uh, It takes too long to develop. 13 upcoming. Your backs have really got to get out there on a play call like that and and get that ball turned up field quick. Raglan is pursuing very well on the edge, and that's going to force a bobcat punt. And let's see what we can do here. Debo in punt formation. 
two returners standing at their own 35-yard line are the Ragland Purple Devils. That's going to be a high snap over the back of Dalton Bolin and into the back of the end zone for a safety. Ragland extends their lead to 9-6. The nine, snap six. went over the Bunner's hand. It'll be two points for the Purple Devils, and they'll get possession on a free kick. Well, I didn't want to see that happen, but it's not too bad. We were probably going to end up in poor field position anyway. So maybe we can kick this ball down and pin them down and get the ball back and overcome this safety. We'll be back after this message here on iSchool Sports. Does your kitchen or bathroom need a facelift? Let Brown's Cabinets help. High-quality cabinets and vanities built locally in Woodland, Alabama that are custom-made to fit your needs. Any style, any size. They even deliver and install. With over 20 years of experience in the industry, Brown's Cabinets stand by their work and guarantee satisfaction for their customers. Call Caleb today for a free estimate, 256-610-5852. Check out Brown's Cabinets' latest projects on Facebook. Search Brown's Cabinets. 8.30 to go in the ball game. A safety on a high snap over the punter that rolls to the back of the end zone has extended Ragland's lead to 9-6. So Woodland will get ready to punt this one away on the free kick. Defense back out on the field here. Let's see what they can do to really get into the heads of the Ragland offense and see if we can get the ball back real soon. And the he gets big the, thing is hustle down there and make a quick tackle. It will be a punt. It will be taken. No, it's fumbled at the 40-yard line and a good play by Kentrell Turner, Turner to just fall on it to avoid, uh, to avoid Woodland possibly falling on it. So they'll, uh, they'll have it at their own 40-yard line, moving from right to left, 8.26 to go in the ballgame. And that actually worked out pretty well for the Cats here. If we can just make a stop. Get off the field and force a punt here. We're running out of time. Every possession in this game is very important from here on in. First down at the 40 for Raglan. Owen Shaw getting the call from the sideline. Related back to his team that's huddled up at the 34. They break, in the backfield will be Joshua Phillips. They've got three wide receivers, two are to the far side. They've got a tight end lined up on the far side as well. Shotgun, low snap. Shaw looking to pass. He's going to go left side again, and it is almost intercepted by the ball hawk, Caleb Kelly. Great job to put his hands up at the 35 and bat it to the turf. Great uh, coverage on Jordan Turner as well. Nice nice play by Kelly. And, uh, coming for the Purple Devils. Almost come up with that interception here. He's going to bring up second down and 10. And the good part about this, if they're going to try to pass every down, that clock is not going to run. Hey, you're right Very about much. that. Second down for Raglan at the 40. Three wide, two to the far side, one in the backfield. It will be a handoff up the middle. He crosses the 40. Guy McManus will make the first contact. I believe it's going to be Blue Heron and uh, Eli Rollins that will trip him up. It will be a gain of about three, but a great way by the defensive line to keep him from not going any further. Third down and six. Both teams play, have played this game pretty close to the vest. I think it's going to take something out of the norm here to change things around, and I hope it's 
in the Bobcats' favor. Randolph County has taken a 35-14 lead over to the Ramblin' Bulldogs. Well, I got a minute. Third down, seven to go for Raglan. Will be a fake handoff, a throw, and it's almost oh intercepted by Caleb Correct. Kelly. It was going right one. towards him, but Jordan Turner, the intended receiver, got a paw on it, and it fourth deflected and uh, the path the to Caleb Kelly. But that is a good fourth down and seven play for the Purple Devils. Caleb Kelly being the star of that defensive possession. Oh, fourth down. Punting situation here for Raglan. And the Bobcats should get good field position here. I'll take a kickoff, for, I mean a punt return for a touchdown. Edwards playing tight. It's going to be a bounce. It's going to be a pooch punt to the far sideline. Just get out of the way. Just creeping over the 50-yard line. Takes a raglan bounce down to the 43-yard line. So that will be first down and 10. Bobcats inside their own 43-727 to go in the fourth quarter. It will be first down and 10 from the 43-yard line for Woodland. And this is where the Cats need to get something going here. Something, anything. Let's get it moving. Nine to six. Raglan on top of the Cats here in the fourth quarter. 7.27 to go. Snap will be taken by Brock. He gets the lead block. He'll dive over the 45 down to the 46 with the official on the near side. only going to give him the 45. That'll bring up second down and about eight. Brock again. To the 45-yard line. The Cats are still keeping things pretty tight inside. Two-yard pickup, second down and eight. Hoping to break something loose here. Not taking any huge chances. Yeah, they've still got a little bit of time to. Yeah, plenty of time to get down there and score. Shotgun for Edwards. Takes a low snap. He'll keep it himself up the left side. Gets to midfield, 45. He'll finally fall down. Uh, I guess they're going to give him the 45-yard line on the far side. Gain of about seven on the play. That's another Homestar Mortgage first down for the Bobcats at the 45. And Brock with a good run there right up the middle. And if we could just keep doing that down the field, by the time we get there and score and take the lead, there's not going to be much time left. Let's see what we do. Brock being a good leader out there, putting that ball up in there and running hard. Ball at the 45. In motion is Parker Woodham from right to left. Brock looking to pass. He's going to go middle of the field, and it is incomplete. Intended for Logan Barrett, but he was about five yards behind the ball. Jordan Turner, great coverage from that safety position on the Raglan Purple Devil defense. And nothing wrong with taking a shot there. You Second just had a, a good first down run by Brock Edwards and then back it up and take a shot at the end zone, see if you can put, you know, a score here for Woodland would be devastating for the Purple Devils if we can just get down there and get it in the end zone. Yeah, you're pretty confident about how your defense has played tonight. All you've got to do is just get a uh, score in there and you know your defense is going to take care of you. Second down from the 46-yard line. We're going to take a timeout. Uh, 6.22 to go in the ballgame, 9-6 in favor of Ragland here on High School Sports. We're back in a moment. 
on the banks of the Little Tallapoosa stands a small town of Woodland, Alabama. A wholesome place built on family, friendship, and hard work. A great community plus a great school makes Woodland the perfect place to raise a family. The only thing we pride ourselves on more than family is our love for the Bobcats. There's a special place underneath those towers. Woodland, Alabama, a place to call home. The all-new WM Grocery app for your smart device. The app is available in the App Store or Google Play. Download it today and save. You can view the weekly ad right on the app, make your shopping list, and earn points towards future store savings on the WM Grocery app. Also included are the deals of the week for even more savings. WM Grocery, locations in Wadawi, Roanoke, Heflin, and Piedmont. Make shopping easy with the all-new WM Grocery app from WM Grocery. Now back to Woodland Bobcat football from high school sports, powered by the Knowles Group. With a look at the high school sports scoreboard, here's TA. Over in Ramburn, the Bulldogs still trying to fight to stay in it against Randolph County. The score now in the fourth quarter, 35-21. RCHS out front. Central High of Clay County all over Elmore County, 55-6. Winneboro. A 36-6 lead over the Donahoe Falcons, and that's where the Cats will be next week. Mumford also leading Cleburne County by a score of 31 to nothing. And uh, Victor Christian, I'm assuming, I haven't seen the score lately, but they were up 12 to 6 over the Wadley Bulldogs. Second and, uh, down and 10 here, 6.22 to go in the fourth quarter. Raglan on top of Woodland, 9 to 6. Following the timeout by Woodland, they'll have it second down and 10 at the 46. Wait on the official to start the play clock that isn't working. And here we go. So shotgun set again for Edwards. He'll take it. He'll cut back to the right side. Play Good fake, 40, 35, 30. Gets to the 25, crosses over the 20-yard line, down to the 19. That's another home star mortgage first down for the Woodland Bobcats. A lot of uh, setting up to the left side allowed Brock to go to the right. Raglan wasn't sure where the ball was going. That's right, and Brock, if he gets a little opening and gets out there behind that line, he can cause you some trouble. And the Bobcats are in scoring position here with very little time. And out of Wadley, Alabama, the Bulldogs have taken a 14-12 lead wow. over Victory Christian. There can't be much time left in that one, probably about six minutes. Six minutes to go here up the middle. Parker Woodham, he gets to the 20, 15, inside the 10, down middle. to the six-yard line. That's another home star mortgage first down for the junior, Parker Woodham, who's really making a name for himself in this game. 4.50 to go down at Wadley. It will be first the Bulldogs Found a way to take the lead over to Victory Christian Lions, who are undefeated, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they got a uh, win last week against Donahoe, taking on the Wadley Bulldogs tonight, and was probably the premier game in the region between those two teams, two teams that were undefeated. 5.42 to go inside the 10-yard line. They're trying to make them bark. And, Flag before the snap. And we just jumped again, oh, and that's going to cost us five. Oh, man. That's happened like three times this half. And it didn't happen at a good time for the Cats there. We're 
They're getting down there, 42-21 RCHS. That game also in the fourth quarter, RCHS leading the Ramblin' Bulldogs. 5.36 to go, first down and then goal still, but just on the other side of the 10-yard line at the 14. Debo in motion, he'll fake the handoff. It'll be Parker getting it, crossing back into the 10-yard line. No, he's pushed back, but they and are going to give him the, the 11, so a gain of about three on the play line. for Wooden. That brings up second down. And the poles are down. We got the score here, and we've got three plays to do it. There'll be no first downs here. We got to get this ball in the end zone. Second down at the 11-yard line, maybe a long 12 to go. Brock will go left side. He gets room back up the middle, lowers his shoulder. What a hit by Brock Edwards. He gets to the five-yard line right, around the original line of scrimmage. And uh, not a bad rush there from Brock as we get ever closer to the end zone, third down. And this third down is, and goal for this Woodland. This is very doable for the Bobcats, barring any mistakes here. Just keep pushing that ball toward the goal line. You got two plays to get it in. Luca Come Brown on, will check into the ball game for Parker, giving Parker a much needed breather here. Line of scrimmage needs to grit their teeth, reach down and get something extra here and knock these Purple Devils back off of the ball and get this one in the end zone. Four minutes to go exactly. Luca in motion on the right, and there's going to be a flag on the play. And I don't know who went down, but I think we've got a cat down. Yeah, that was Edwards there on the play. The whistle was, uh, the play was blown dead during the middle of the play. And they'll check on Brock, not timeout. Uh, oh, Woodland. Woodland called a timeout. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we'll take a timeout with them with 3.57 to go in the ball game. Nine to six, Raglan, but Woodland driving inside the 10-yard line here on iSchool Sports. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Edward Jones. Edward Jones provides for the needs of individual investors. And financial advisor Sean Bradley will now be serving the Randolph County and surrounding area investors from a new convenient location at 21 South Main Street in Wadawi. Edward Jones can help you prepare for retirement, plan for education expenses, or work toward your financial goals. Stop by the office or call Sean Bradley at 256-363-2252. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Situation here in Raglan, 3.57 to go in the ball game. Woodland driving inside the 10-yard line. They trail by three here on this third down and goal situation. And let's hope Brock's okay. And his his helmet did come off, but I think that they're going to let That's that one pass since uh, the timeout was called prior to the uh, ball being snapped, so he's not going to have to come out for a play. Woodham back into the game, is running back, lined up sidecar right to Brock. Brock going to go left side, lowers that shoulder. He gets inside the five-yard line. 
Still a few yards shy Boy, of that goal line that he the needs. Five. They're going to get him down uh, right at the five-yard line. And it's going to be fourth down and goal from the five-yard line. Oh, my goodness. What? What do we do here? What kind of tricks does uh, Coach Armstrong, Coach Gay, and the offensive coaches have up their sleeve? I mean, you've tried grounding it and pounding it, and you've gotten a little bit done here, but you need just five yards to get into the end zone. Well, again, if we hadn't had the penalty, we would probably be inside the one. You're right. And uh, Big play here for the Bobcats. They're going to roll right side. Rock Edwards cuts back up. Lowers the shoulder. He gives a flag on the play. He's going to go back to the far side of the field. Lowers the shoulder. Keeps Stop going. He's short. in the end zone. Touchdown, Woodland Bobcats. Well, but there is a flag in the backfield. In the backfield. And that's in the area of a hold. Let's see what the call is. Yep, a holding on Woodland, and that's going to uh, do away with the touchdown. It's against Woodland holding. Oh, a tough play there for the Woodland Bobcats. Fourth down and goal from there. So it was at the five-yard line. They'll move it back to the 10. Well, I, th I don't know if that's a spot foul, a holding. Not, yeah, I'm, I don't know either. If it is, it could back it up further, but because where the hole happened was probably back out here. Ten-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. So it yep. will be a ten-yard penalty. We'll and on that foul. play where uh, Brock Edwards scored the, uh, right after the uh, foul was called, he lost his helmet on the play. So fourth down, Jackson Lovern time. We'll see what Jay Love's got here at the 20-yard line. Fourth down and goal. This. And is Ragland going to call a timeout? Yeah, probably so. I mean, you want to make sure your defense is lined up if you're Coach Sewell. And we are going to take a timeout on the play. 2.58 to go. A big fourth down play coming for the Bobcats when we return 9-6 in favor of Ragland here on High School Sports. Do you remember when your banker knew you by name? Do you miss having a bank with hometown spirit? Visit us at Southern States Bank, where we believe in making local decisions, the communities we serve, where we are proud to support local high school football. This is David Sears, Market President of Randolph County here in Weedowie. I invite you to come see us at 117 Main Street, Weedowie, or 548 Main Street, Runup, and let us customize a plan to meet all your banking needs. Find us online at southernstatesbank.net. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS number 410611, and 53. Williamsburg Manor 2, a family-owned assisted living facility located on the continuing care campus of Trailer Retirement Community, offering over 55 years of experience in senior services and committed to providing the highest quality living in a tranquil and comfortable setting. If you need a caregiver after a recent hospitalization, short-term stays are available for all ages, providing housekeeping, dietitian-approved meals. Visit them at their website at trailerhelp.com or call 334-863-3500. Jackson Lovern in at quarterback, fourth down and goal from the 20-yard line. Four wide, two to either side. Lovern's going to roll back. He's in trouble. He rolls out to the right side, has a little bit more room, throws toward the end zone, and it is incomplete. Intended for Casey Smith in the front corner of the end zone. It's out of bounds. Ragland takes over, 250 to go in the game. And we have burnt, I don't know if we've burnt all our timeouts, but we can't have over about one, maybe two. So that one hurts. Two penalties, both happening inside the 10-yard line that backed the Cats out. 
Two so minutes, 50 seconds to go in the fourth quarter of play. Ragland leads Woodland 9-6. And has it first down and 10 at the 20-yard line. So Ragland will take over inside three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Good field position for the Woodland defense, though. They've been shutting them out all game long. They just need to do it one more time, leave some time left on the clock for the brothers on offense. And he'll nice get hit play. in the backfield. Great play by Parker Woodham, the guy that initiated the hit, number 88, Matthew Butler. We've called his name out quite a bit on the defensive side of the ball. Great Short night the play. for the Frank senior defense. Down and a long 10. Not sure how many timeouts we got yet. Does it tell on the scoreboard? It does not. It does not. Yeah, at this time of year, it's always confusing because you don't know what was a call timeout and what's a heat timeout. So and you don't know uh, what's just, what. So it's uh, it does a bit make confusing. things uh, very confusing sometimes, especially here. I know we've used one or two. So Raglan. Running some time off the clock here inside two minutes to go now, and there's a flag on the play. before the snap. And that's going to be a start on the Devils. The Devils. Five yard penalty. Still second down. And the Purple Devils are content with just trying to run a lot of time off of this clock. So we'll try it again, second down and 15. So they'll put him at the 14-yard line in their own territory. You can bet this will stay on the ground. Shaw takes a snap. He's in trouble. Luca Brown, no, he can't wrap him up. He's still in trouble. He gets out of it, though. He'll finally go down. He loses about 15 or almost 15 yards, no, closer to a 10-yard loss the on the play. Third down inside the 10. Luca Brown heavily pursuing him there, really busting that play. Clock does continue to run, approaching 140 to go in the fourth quarter. We would take a safety here. It wouldn't hurt us. But <laughs> no, it wouldn't. Third down and long of coming for the Purple Devils. Yeah, they're still going to continue to run that clock. And if somehow Woodland can get the ball back here, they're going to have a good field position, we think. I've got to get something going here. Now I put 11 men on the line of scrimmage, and I go after the punt. That's what I do. And, and timeout uh, by Raglan with 106 to go. We'll take one with a 9-6. Third down coming up for the Purple Devils when we return on high school sports. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Hello, I'm Chad Jones, President and CEO of First Bank of Alabama. Here at First Bank of Alabama, we've served local communities since 1848. We're proud to be your community bank. For over 170 years, we've been proactive with our products and services to offer a technologically advanced banking experience. The best part of First Bank of Alabama is our people. Our people are your neighbors, your customers, your volunteers, your banking professional. We're happy to be in your community and look forward to you stopping by one of our local branches. Come see us at First Bank of Alabama. 
where you're first. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Big third down coming up for the Purple Devils inside their own 10-yard line, but there's a minute and six seconds left. So Woodland's got to find something. Just got to hunker down one more play and see if we can get the offense some couple plays to work with anyway. They're going to go deep in the middle of the field. It's caught at the 25. Is it a 30? 35-40, 45 50 He's a midfield, 45-30, 25-20, 15-10-5. Touchdown, Ragland. Touchdown, Ragland. No flag. Well, I can't believe Derek Sewell called that play, but it was it worked out beautifully. And a touchdown is going to seal this game for the Purple Devils here as they go up 15-6 over the Bobcats. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, me either, and that's really... Shaw to Turner for six points. Now Cox to seal it for the Purple Devils. Apparently you can do play-by-play -play as a PA announcer now. Didn't know that. Yep. Uh, extra point attempt coming for the Devils. The kick is up, and it is going to be no good wide ride. 52 no seconds good. to go in the ball game. 15-6, to six, Raglan on top of Woodland here on iSchool Sports Network. We're back in a few moments. It's Raglan 15. Strong and General Store in Woodland is your local independently owned pharmacy. Young's offers a variety of services for your convenience, such as online prescription refill compounding, and immunizations, even diabetes education. There's also a drive through window. While you are here, you can check out the gun and ammo shop, as well as the apparel and $1 section. Young's Drug and General Store, 24460 Highway 48 Woodland. All right, turns out there was a personal foul called on the Woodland uh, field goal blocking unit. So we're going to try this extra point attempt again just a little closer. After the mark off, they'll move it down to the one-yard line. And they are going to try to go for two this time because Rackham why not? Racklin will attempt a two-point conversion. Well, this has got to be heartbreaking for everyone in the stands on the Woodland side. It's heartbreaking for us. Snap taken. They'll push him forward and waiting on the official call. I think he's going to be short. And he did not get it. Okay, so either way, it's still a two-score game here. So with 52 seconds to go. We're going to take another 15, break here. 52 seconds Woodland left in the six. game. 15-6 in favor of Raglan here on High School Sports. Around here, farming isn't a hobby, it's a passion. So if you're looking for top quality work to make your farm more profitable, call on Johnson Ag Service. Johnson Ag Service provides fertilizer and lime spreader services to fit any operation and offers custom fertilizer blends specific to your crop needs. Call today, 256-473-9684. Johnson Ag Service, LLC, serving Randolph County and the surrounding areas. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, 
the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. 52 seconds to go in the ball game. Raglan on top of Woodland 15-6. It was a 90-yard pass from Owen Shaw to Jordan Turner. The two-point conversion play following the touchdown was no good after a, uh, I believe it was an illegal procedure or uh, unsportsmanlike conduct on the uh, Woodland field goal unit. So we're going to try it again now, 15-6. Raglan on top. They will kick this one off deep. Three returners, Casey Smith, Brock Edwards, Debo. And it's going to be a pooch kick that will be taken by Guy McManus at the 30. He brings it out to the 35. Watch Guy go to the 40. 41-yard line is where he'll return. set up shop. 46.4 uh, seconds to go in the ballgame. to the 42-yard line. And that's where Woodland will take over first down. This is not insurmountable, I would say, if we could score in one play and then recover an onside kick. But uh, that's not the way this game has went all night long, with the exception of that one big play just a few minutes ago on a third and a, a mile that went for a touchdown. It's been a pretty back-and-forth, heads-up, hard-knock game. First down and 10 for the Bobcats. They've got three wide receivers, two to the far side. There's going to be a catch by Caleb Kelly inside the 50-yard line down to the 43-yard line. I believe that's going to be his first catch of the season. It is, and the Bobcats have spread it open a little bit now. And we've got an injured Purple Devil over on the 41-yard line. And the Purple Devils, of course, back in a – Pretty much a prevent defense here. While we've got a moment, you got any uh, new scores to update us on? We got a final out of RCHS uh, Ramburn. Uh, RCHS winning that game by a score of 42 to 27. Wow. Uh, I'm assuming the Wadley Bulldogs have won their game. I ain't really got an update. Uh, let's see. The last update I had was Wadley 14, Victor Christian 12, with about four and a half minutes to go. Those are the other two county scores going on. Of course, the Donahoe Falcons, who the Bobcats will travel to play in Anniston next week, uh, took one on the chin today, unless they made a heck of a second-half comeback. They were down the at the half, 36-6. to six. And That's someone just takes me. It is the same score. The same score. They'll mark it off inside the 30 to uh, the 29. And they're having a pretty long delay down at Wadley right now. There's an injured Victor Christian player. Oh, no. Yeah, we definitely send our uh, thoughts out to that player, and hopefully we can see him back on the field next week. That's for sure. So following the penalty, it's now inside the 30 at the 29-yard line, three wide or four wide receivers, two to either side. He'll throw far side, and it is incomplete, intended for Caleb Kelly. Would have been a nice uh, five, six-yard catch there. Could have turned up field, had a few more yards to work with, but it's going to bring up second down. Seeing Jackson Lovern in as a uh, wide out over here on the near side, first time we've seen him as a receiver this year. Yeah, we were talking about Jackson earlier on the drive up. Uh, we hadn't seen a whole lot out of Jackson yet. 
but he's probably looking to be the Bobcats' starting quarterback next year. Throw far side. It's caught by Debo inside the 20. They're going to say he's out of bounds at the 17-yard line. Another Homestar Mortgage first down for Woodland. And flag another flag. flag down, and I'm thinking this possibly may go against the Cats. In the area of holding. Holding. And it against is. 10-yard penalty. Still second down. There's one thing the Bobcats are going to have to work on next week, and I'm sure the coaching staff will be hard at work to try to correct all the penalties that we've had tonight in this ball game. It seemed like every penalty, that's, every Second flag that's been thrown tonight has been on us. There's only 25 seconds to go. So 25 seconds to go in the ball game following the 10-yard holding penalty, still second down. Got it at the 40-yard line this time, needing to get just over the 20 for a first down. So when the official to give the give the word. Shotgun set. Brock takes the snap. He's going to roll out right side. He's going to throw up top just a little We're too right. tall yeah, for Dalton Bowling as it sails out of bounds. And... Uh, one thing is a, uh, as a play-by-play guy, you usually try to follow the ball, but the one thing I really noticed uh, on that play there is Jackson Lovern got on that, got off the snap very quickly. That is very, very uh, good there for Jackson Lovern. He took off as soon as uh, as soon as soon he heard. You, you would think he, was, he plays quarterback a little bit and kind of has the, the same mind of a quarterback of knowing when Brock's going to call the snap. Be a shotgun set again on third down. It's thrown. It is incomplete intended for Parker Woodham. That'll bring up fourth down and long with 13 seconds to go. And it'll bring up fourth down and 20. So a long fourth down play coming up. And if the Cats don't convert, it's going to go back over to the Purple Devils, and I'm sure we will see the victory formation for Ragland. They'll throw, and it is incomplete. incomplete. Looks like a hook and ladder attempt by Caleb Kelly to toss it back to Guy McManus. And that's all but going to do it. Eight seconds to go. Raglan will take over at uh, the 40-yard line. Again, just a uh, very tough game there for the Bobcats. Defense played a really good game. Offense just couldn't quite get things going the way they wanted to. But at the end of the day, uh, still saw a lot of heart out there, still saw a lot of fight. Yeah, I mean, defensively, we played pretty well. Um, not a whole lot of penalties defensively. We did have uh, that one pass interference call and a personal foul earlier, but all Shot in all, the defense knee, played pretty well. And, and that will do it here in Ragland. Your final score, 15-6. to They pick up a region win and take a victory over the Woodland Bobcats, 15-6. to Okay, I think we're done here. Uh, <laughs> 15 to 6 is your final score. Uh, the Raglan Purple Devils on top of the Woodland Bobcats. Just a, a very tough game there. Uh, very proud of the way the defensive played, though. I'm uh, not going to take anything away from what they did. Uh, really, the uh, the only thing that really went wrong there was what happened on the fourth uh, down play, where they stuck a fork in uh, the game. Really, and ended up winning the game 15 to 6. Again, just a, uh, a very tough game for the Woodland Bobcats and a uh, tough way to open region play. But, uh, you know, we got to quickly put this one behind us, and we'll uh, see you next week in Anniston.
So your, uh, you know, just your final thoughts here on the game. Well, I mean, I saw some things that I liked tonight. Uh, one thing that I didn't like uh, that we haven't really seen that much of so far this year is the penalties. Uh, I, I, I can't wait to see the stats on the penalties next week, but there was a lot of them against us that really shut down some drives for us that we were, we had some positive things going. We could have very easily scored that last drive, but we had the offside penalty, and then we had the hold. So the only thing we can do, if you're a Cat fan, don't get your head down. This is just the first game in Class 1A Region 5. It is a loss, and it hurts, and we needed this win. And uh, for nothing else but just motivation and momentum going in, we'll play a good Donahoe team next week in Anniston, and maybe we can rebound and get back on the winning side of things. And uh, don't hold your head down. This team's still very good. We just got to correct the little mistakes and move on. Yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, very proud of the way the Bobcats played tonight, the way that they fought. Uh, only thing we got to do is just, you know, pack it back up, try again next week. And uh, we look forward to being back out on the football field next week. It'll be our third straight road game, the fourth straight week that we've been away from home as uh, we get ready to take on the Donahoe Falcons. Tonight's Woodland Bobcat football broadcast on iSchool Sports Network was powered by the Knowles Group. For all of your investment in financial services, call 205-414-7459. That's the Knowles Group. Your final score, Ragland 15, Woodland 6. Ragland moves to 2-2, two two, while Woodland falls to 1-2. You can read more about tonight's game in next week's edition of the Randolph Leader that will be available on Wednesday. Next Friday night, the Bobcats will travel to Donahoe to take on the Donahoe Falcons in another 1A Region 5 contest. We hope to see you out uh, in Golden Springs, but if you can't make the trip, uh, we'd love to uh, have you join us for iSchool Sports Network coverage beginning at 6.20 p.m. We'll have the Coach Blair Armstrong show as well as pregame analysis, and then the kickoff between the Falcons and the Bobcats will be coming to you at 7 o'clock. For executive producers of iSchool Sports Network, Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay, from our broadcast partner, Terry Allen, I'm Taylor Jones signing off. And from all of us at iSchool Sports Network, uh, we say thank you for making us a part of your night. So until next week, good night and go Cats. Thank you for listening to Woodland Bobcat Football from iSchool Sports, powered by the Knowles Group. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or recording of this event without express written consent of Woodland High School and iSchool Sports is strictly prohibited. Executive producers of iSchool Sports are Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. On-site producers of Woodland Bobcat Football are Kevin Brown, Terry Allen, and Taylor Jones. Listen to the replay of this game or any past production on demand by subscribing to iSchool Sports on SoundCloud, iTunes, or iHeartRadio. Don't forget to download the Mixler app to listen to the Bobcats live on your smartphone. Stay tuned all season long for more Woodland Bobcat football from iSchool Sports.